Blog Talk Radio. Before a live Kudio audience. Yeah. Yeah, baby. Oh, yeah. It's Thursday night. The Tailgate Show coming yeah. live from the Bootio. So, listen, we got a big show for you tonight. We got one of Nashville's finest. And he, that's not, that's not like a, hold on. That, that sounded like a police officer, didn't it? Yes. That's not a Nashville's police. finest. We got, exactly. We, we, we got Sebastian Garcia, dude. Double threat kind of guy, man. Producer also known as Cudio, uh, Rufio Hooks. All right, so we've got to get He's got to explain that one. got the two names. Yeah, of course. He's got the two name thing going. Like Prince got one name. This guy's got two names. So he's doubly special. It normally helps if you have either one name or two names. Yeah. Exactly. Would you rather have one or two? As long as you have one or the other. It's important to have a name. I have a tough time spelling like the one name. I got. So I feel like if I had two, I'd be like, oh, my God, I always spell that. You know, I'm not real good. I like having two. Yeah. Papa Smoke. smoke. Oh, nice. See that segue, bitches? You're nice. Well, hey, listen, while I got it right there, that's him. That's Papa Smoke. Yay, yay. What's up there, kiddo, man? Feeling good tonight? Man, I'm feeling good. I like you, man. I'm getting ready to go home for four days. Ooh. Yeah, I'm kind of jacked. I'm excited about it. Where is home? Southern Mississippi, down in Long Beach. You, what, what, hold on. What was the word before beach? Long. Oh, Long Beach. Okay. Long Beach, not Long Beach, New York. Yeah. Oh, they, they faked that beach. They, it's not long enough. They really shouldn't have called it that. No, it's actually Short Beach, New York. That's no, that's cool, man. Because when, when I heard Long Beach, of course, the first thing I'm going to think of is New York. But that's that's cool, man. So that's you the going first to, thing I think of is Long Beach, Mississippi. I don't know what that. Well, of course you do. That's where you're from. And then the second thing that I think of is LBC. Snoop Dogg in the house. <laughs> Living in the so LBC. Do, what's, what's waiting for you back at home? Po' boys. What the fuck you mean? Po' boys. Hell yeah. Po' boys? What is, what is it? Po' boys are like fantastic. They're the world's best French bread. And you get them with roast beef on it, with gravy. But And they call them fully dressed. So like you can get it with... Lettuce and tomato and all that shit on there. That's not the po' boy I know. It comes with shrimp. Well, well you, can get, shrimp po boys, you can get shrimp I'm po' boys. You can get oyster po' boys. Okay. Crawfish po' boys, whatever. I mean, hell, it's something that you put fucking alligator on. It's a po' boy. <laughs> you know? But you get that. You get beignets. There's a there's a little pharmacy in Gulfport, and it's like the old school Woolworths, right? So you go inside. They got the pharmacy deal. Sitting back in the back, they got a little counter, and you go back there and sit down and Waitress comes out. She'll bring you breakfast food. They only do breakfast. So they'll do all the breakfast food and all that stuff. They'll come out with beignets. You know what a beignet is? Really? Of course I do. Well, yeah, you're Toby from t- New York. Probably tell me what it is. Because I, I feel even... He's putting it off on you because he doesn't know. No clue. That's what he's doing. Absolutely no clue. It sounds French. Do you know? It I'm is French. Beignet. Oh. It sounds French. It sounds maybe like it's bread related. Ooh, some sort look of- at him. He's, look. 
See, the powers of deduction honestly, are strong yeah, with this all one. That is, he is breaks that it down. Fortunate guessing. Yes, he that does. Analysis of the word. So they're pillows ben, what, of airy donut goodness. Okay, so they're, so they're like little fried donuts, but they're not circular. They don't have holes in the middle of them, right? They're not cakey. So we can't get Brian Taylor in on this thing that they're So this you know, isn't cake, like the Chinese cake. buffet little powdered donut. No, balls. those are just biscuits. That's true. That's they all are, that they're is. Those are just biscuits. It's so it's sugar just, powdered hush puppies. Yeah, basically they are. Now so, I'm going to move for a beignet. Dude, I'm telling you right now, and then they just dump powdered sugar on top of it. Oh, that sounds horrible. It's just it's fucking terrible. And then if you go to the place in New Orleans, they'll give so you a chocolate dipping sauce. Is it kind of funnel cakey? Yes. Okay. It's very funnel cakey, but not like, yeah, not greasy. But now now in Italian, <clears throat> I can we make die, something I like that, and then we call it a zeppoli. Into a, a who? A zeppoli. I don't, I'd have to see a picture of a yeah, Zeppelin. We make one. It's uh, at a uh, ricotta cheese. It's those things that no, fly in the no, sky back cheese. in the old days. Yeah, yeah, that's what I thought they were. The one that went down, the Hindenburg. The <laughs> Zeppelin. Zeppelin. That, dude, that was very funny. Who said Led that? Led Zeppelin. That yeah, we're going to talk about Led Zeppelin. That was because it was a heavy little Zeppelin. Yeah. No, it's re- those are really super good. It was heavy because it was full of cream cheese. And, I mean, it, they can't fly when they're full of cheese. Nothing can. <laughs> Some things can. And straight in front of me, wearing a who is it? Who the is greatest it? tailgate show shirt ever. Tell me who it is. That's Toby Lane. That's me. <laughs> <laughs> no, nothing clever to say today. Oh, why? Because I'm just happy to be here. All right. We've got a lot to celebrate. We do. Good times, good guests, good yeah. results, good everything. We're we're on a high note. Absolutely. We we have got a. We got that Nashville vibe. We did. <laughs> you know, it was funny because watching the U.S. women's game, did you guys see when they were cutting on one of the players talking about how she doesn't know how to celebrate when she oh, scores? Yeah. It's yeah. kind of like, you know, when you go in directly in front of me, it's Toby Lane. He's like, hey, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> got nothing for you. <laughs> yeah. I got nothing for you. They're them. just paying me to be here. <laughs> I wouldn't be here if they weren't. I would be. Would you? I would be here. That sounds like a lie. No, or sarcasm. No, it's not sarcasm. All right. Here. All right. So listen, uh, we got you ready to come on? Would you want you, you, you need come a in here and have a drink? I'm just watching you guys. All right. Ooh. I'm just watching you guys. All right. Ooh. So all right, how about this? We're gonna. It gets weird. It gets. It does. It like, gets really you, weird. You watch it for a few minutes, and it's like that's cool, man. That's awesome. Then then after a little bit, you're like, okay, this is weird. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what? All right, well, nerdy. come on in and join in. No, come jump right, in with yeah, me. Yeah, come on this in. It's amazing. Because then you right, jump in and, in and it starts flowing. Right, and you just jump hold on, on there. Hold on. You chill. Have a, let, him, let him have a beer. He, right he, he came in high, high, hot. I know my boy. Relax. You get a, whatever you need in there. Make right, him look, sit down. Here, no. <laughs> just real real quick, let's let's talk about the match, the one, the blowout that Which we just one? had. Right? Oh, well, hold on. We'll talk soccer. We'll now. talk soccer later, but real quick, we'll talk we'll about the, the the blowout there against Bethlehem or Bethlehem, right? Oh, little town of Bethlehem. <laughs> <laughs> if if I would if I would have known that was coming, I would have said it way earlier. That we did it all last week. Oh, the whole time. <laughs> I wish I was here. You were. You were at the watch party, Chris. Oh. We were. <laughs> we even did it there. It happened once there. The yeah. oh, little town of Bethlehem. Yeah. Didn't have it was right before party, Toby kissed the chicken's ass. Kissed the chicken ass. 
Oh, see, now we can't talk about that. Kiss the chicken's ass. We can because last week I said I wouldn't be at the parking lot party. Parking lot party with the pub partner parking lot party? Pub partner parking lot party. I said I wouldn't be able to make that, and then I did. And then I said Nashville is not going to score again when they tied it up on one. And then they did. So I I just had to put my foot where my mouth is or my mouth where the chicken ass was. was. And you did. (laughs) And the chicken enjoyed it. The picture said so. That was awesome. That was like a great challenge in the middle of a match. Yeah. Dude, if we score again, you got to kiss that chicken's ass. And that's exactly what it did. And it happened. I was, uh, you know what? I was proud of him. He didn't let us stand. I was because I wasn't even mad. Uh, Because they (laughs) scored that goal. Nashville SC goes up two one. They go up three one. They go up four one on the road. Yeah, sure. Okay, I'll make a fool of myself at a watch party if I'm going to get that kind of result. (laughs) I'm a little superstitious. All right. Get a new one. He's like, I need to go get another pair. I just want, I want to make sure he's ready. I want, dude, build that up. I am super. I'm super excited for this kid, man. I really am. Um, you know, like the like the two other guys, you know, Hartley and Nick. You know, I met him in the Keys. Just a super cool dude. And like immediately, like after we talked, I was like, oh my god, dude. If this, you know, this guy wasn't a, you know. Some singer or whatever living in Nashville, I'd be friends with this guy. I knew right away he was like, you know, my my type of person. You know that you, you know what I'm saying? You know how, how you pick your friends, right? He's like you the can guy pick your I've friends, picked. but you can't pick your friends. I've done that for money and ate it. <laughs> no. Yeah, I've done weird oh, stuff for sorry, money. That was loud. Yeah, way to blow yeah. that thing up. It was I'm telling you. He's a hustler. The Thank God we're leasing these mics. <laughs> you know what we need in here? What? Disco ball. A disco ball. Yeah, I was thinking oh, the same thing. That would be a good Idiot. Idea. That'd be a great idea. No, I'm we've not. Got, no, hey, we've got one yellow light. We've got a blue light. No, but we need one that does the stars around. Yeah, you I was know, say, you're halfway make, there already. Make you feel like you're at the roller skating ring, listening to disco music back in the day. Wait, is that what you want to do? Do you want to hustle? Do you want to trip out? Yeah, man. I just do, want to do, do, sh- do the shuffle. Do the shuffle. Roller oh, coaster. Yeah. Roller Rink coaster. Is really what we're trying to model oh, here. <laughs> roller coaster. Did I say roller coaster? I yes, roller you, skating rink. No, you did say that was why I started singing roller I coaster. Roller, I was wondering why you started singing roller coasters. Like, that's not even what I said. Yes. I am the singer. All right, so let's bring on our I'm boy here. Guest. Let's go. Let's let's get ready to talk some music. The Colombian Crusher. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> oh man. There's your headset right there, kiddo. Just sit right down. This is Sebastian Garcia, aka Rufio Hooks. Hey, how about mic up there? Make sure yeah. we got it. You got it. What's up? How are you, bro? It. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Thank you guys for having me out today. Absolutely, man. We're looking forward to this big time. And, uh, you know, uh, I think it was two years ago I met him uh, also in the Key Largo uh, yeah. Music Festival. Just a great dude, man. And just he's he's another one of those guys when when he gets up and he starts banging that guitar, man, you're like, oh, no, man. This one, <laughs> it's on now, you know. You, you know, because some of those guys, oh, they no. get up and they strum and, they, you know, they play these great songs and Lot of, you know, some love songs. You know, what you would normally accustom yourself to hearing acoustically, but yet there there are guys like him and Nick that come out and just 
they bang that box. I mean, it, they, I mean, they hit it. <laughs> well, you, you know, you know what I think. Bang, 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 bang that box. Bang that box. <laughs> <laughs> he just left you a five-star <laughs> review. <laughs> he bangs that box. <laughs> Tinder, you hearing that? Tinder. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There goes but, uh, that family rating. Yeah. <laughs> no, but um, no, I, I think what you're getting at, man, is, is more than anything else. Is like um. You know, growing up in New Jersey, I mean, you grew up uh, up north as well, too. So, like, growing up there, it's like I, I grew up on, like, R&B, uh, rap, hip-hop. Uh, I also listen to pop music. And I, my thing was never slow songs. And uh, I didn't write love songs. I wrote more songs about just, like, I, my whole market was always, I want to go towards the guys. I want the guys, when they sing my songs, to be like, damn, this guy's cool. And I feel cool singing his stuff. Because I felt like... The females are always going to like any guy that can sing, but if you just focus on the males and you just make them feel cool, then everything else is going to work out, and I think that that was kind of my demographic, whereas in Nashville, you go to some listening rounds, and you hear people, and they're all playing slow songs, like, baby, I love you, and there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that at all. It just wasn't me, you know, and I think maybe that's what's kind of helped me stand out or maybe stood out to you. Mm -hmm. Maybe everybody's trying to have that next country ballad. Yeah, you know, that's like the catchy thing. Mm-hmm. It's either that or it's going to be the next Florida Georgia, you know, beatbox, broke country. Broke country is the word. Broke country is the word. Broke country is a literal like term now. That's yeah, you know, it's a subgenre. Billboard's actually <laughs> going to start having that now. The bro country top forty. No, are they? Are you serious? No, no. really not. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, <laughs> would, it could happen. It could happen. If it sells, then yes, they'll do it. But uh, I will say that, um, you know what the thing is? I, I, if uh, Speaking from a songwriter aspect, when you were saying I think that everybody wants to have a slow song ballad cut, I think it's, me personally, I think it's just it's easier to write a slow song. Mm-hmm. That's literally yeah. what it is. It's like, hey, let's just write. We can write some slow songs where you have a chord progression that's really slow. It's a lot more complicated to write an upbeat song mm-hmm. because – Everybody's I, I don't know Maybe it's just me But I feel like Everybody's always Complaining about Something in life Yeah and I'm like Oh man This is going wrong this is Well going that's right. country In a nutshell That is country <laughs> You know <laughs> You're wrong in I mean life. it is My that dog is. got shot Last week At the bar <laughs> At the bar What was your dog Doing in the bar <laughs> Drinking I mean, He's a southern dog That's Drinking. what they do <laughs> What do you think They do down there They don't drink water It, it must have been A brewery that's the only place that lets dogs in. No. Yeah. Oh, not no. in the South. Uh, Edley's, Edley's lets dogs in. Oh, yeah. I, I brought my dog to Edley's a couple uh, times. So I'm going to give a props to Charleston right now. That's one thing I love about Charleston. When you go to Charleston, dogs are friendly everywhere. Oh, really? Like I've, every, I've been to Charleston, but I didn't bring you, my dog with me. So you I could take your dog anywhere you want to take it. Mm-hmm. A buddy of mine lives down there, and they take him, I mean, almost every restaurant we've ever been to, they're dog friendly. Oh you can God. ask them, That's say, awesome. hey, do you have a water dish? And I like, love yep. Charleston. Charleston's great. Here you go. Give me a water dish. Charleston's a dope spot. I love it. But you know, we were talking, I just mentioned Edley's. I got a question for you guys. Edley's. Since you guys always interview everybody else, uh, my question is, what's the best place you've ever had barbecue? Because I love food. I don't food. feel comfortable being interviewed. <laughs> <laughs> I don't feel comfortable with my answer to this question. Oh, come on. Say it. You got to. No, be say honest. it. You're done. From the heart. Let's yeah. go. It's happened. You're the first one up. You got to go to Memphis. Morgan and Memphis. And I, ha- no. I hate to say it. I hate to say that, but you do. If you want the best barbecue, you got to go to Memphis. Yeah. Memphis. Did you have a distinct spot? Just, 
I mean, even just the chains around there, it's a different level. Okay. I mean, I've gone through there quite a few times, and I'll stop at places that I might not remember the name, which is terrible, but because I, I don't. I was too busy. I don't eating. remember the name. Exactly. <laughs> you you leave drunk. the place, and you're like, it was that barbecue spot on third and the you know the yeah. corner of third and something. That's almost you know how that you remember place it. That's under that printing shop yes. that's down there. You remember it by what it's around farm. and what you experienced yeah. around it because it it's so good it becomes an experience. It yeah. is. Yeah. <laughs> so I'll say I'll say mine like this. So Rendezvous, Rendezvous down in Memphis. First place I ever had dry rub. Fell in love with it. Loved the concept of dry rub and how it tastes, how it works on ribs, all that kind of stuff. Great. Story is I love a commissary. Dry rub. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Story is a commissary. <laughs> in memphis is the spot for ribs that's that's what i've heard I, a lot of people when you say where's the best place to go they're going to tell you the commissary what's is that a restaurant or is that <clears throat> yep. okay the yep. it's, it's supposedly so, just like a hole in the wall kind of thing right so i fell in love with the whole dry rub thing down there but i still love like when i do ribs at home i'll do dry rub but then i'll hit it with a wet sauce on it because the dry rub puts a totally different flavor into it. 100%. Some of the best, and it's going to sound stupid, some of the best barbecue I've ever had has been from the smoke pits at gas stations. Hmm. Yep. You can find some of the older gas stations. You know what I'm saying? Like, hole in the wall. Are you like, talking about Memphis? That, You're still talking about no, just, Are you just talking about smoke pit puts some flavor in it. Yes, where it does. We're going to put some diesel seen, on that one. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Put a little that, diesel yeah. seasoning. It's dead. Yeah. That thing was buried underground at one point. <laughs> when they haven't had that thing on for like three days because they smoked the whole pig like a week ago, <laughs> and it's still dripping with it, you know, it's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to have to eat that. You know, it's the worst possible <laughs> Complete thing. food porn. Yo, man. Someone's masturbating right now. I told you this. When you called me that day and you said, hey, what are we going to talk? I was like, food. Oh, so you, I can talk about food for I, days. Word. Don't even get me started. right? Now. Chris, you got to go now. Come on, because he's already got me started. The commissary been, I, in Memphis, it's already jotted down in my head. You know what? We should all we should all make a trip to Memphis. All Just right. and go and, and go eat barbecue. <laughs> Sounds horrible. <laughs> it does, then, doesn't it? And then do a live show while you're eating. Uh, oh, Nobody God. would say anything. No, I know. <laughs> <laughs> the whole, mm, the mm, whole time you just hear mm. Mm. Two hours of mm. I'm just chewing. <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> I'm okay. I'm, some people would listen to that shit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's true. That, that might that go viral. There, there's people that'll pay. There's listen. a category of that on Pornhub. Hundred percent. Munchers. Ribs. <laughs> Rib chew. Yeah. Rib chew. Oh. I might still be a tourist, dude. I I love going to Martin's. Martin's no. Okay, look, I love it. Martin's is great barbecue. They are, they have figured that shit out, man. I love Fantastic it. Fantastic Martin's. I love it. It's right there next to the listening room. Yeah. Gorgeous. Okay. Dinner show. Dinner show. Okay, okay. I feel you. Right there on fourth. I mean, everybody's got different taste buds. I would say, hands down to me, was uh, uh, my mom and my dad live in St. Louis. And uh, I went to St. Louis, and my sister said, you need to try this freaking spot called Pappy's. And I said... All right, Natalie, like, if it's not good, I'm going to call you back and tell you you got to pay back for my ribs. And uh, I ate them, and they were, holy cow, they were the most amazing things I've ever had in my life, man. They were, they, 
they just had so much flavor, so much meat inside them. Pappy's, it's a spot in St. Louis, right downtown. It's amazing. It's worth, worth trying it out, 100%. And, I've, I mean, I feel like I've tried Memphis, uh, like, barbecue before. I may have not tried the spots that you have tried before. But um, in Nashville, honestly, I haven't found anything worthwhile except maybe Jim and Nick's. But they got good barbecue. They, they do have good barbecue. But it was like, you know what? You know the way you described what you described when you tried the commissary? Mm-hmm. I can already tell that it was something that was almost life-changing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> By yeah. the way you described, you like the, the dry rub and this. That's how, Pappy, yep. that's how Pappy's was to me. And then I, I looked. I walked around, and they had uh, – pieces of paper signed by Justin Timberlake, uh, President Barack Obama, Donald Trump had been there before, and I'm like, okay, this must be pretty yeah. good spot. Yeah, hell yeah. yeah, it's a spot. Yeah, it's a spot, but it doesn't look fancy or nothing, just a little hole in the wall. That's the one you want to go to, though. Yeah, man. I mean, that's the... Don't they always say that? Yeah, it's the truth. I mean, well, yeah, well, I don't think if if barbecue ever looks fancy, don't you ever go? It's on there. anything. Yeah. Like, like, no, barbecue was made from the gutters. Yes, and yes. it always needs to stay as. A, I don't feel comfortable eating ribs and corn in a fancy place. No, <laughs> like, oh yeah, this is, there's something up yeah. to this. Chili, <laughs> Chili tries to sell me on their ribs, and I'm like, Chili. come on, really? Chili. I mean, it, you ain't got an old black man in the back cooking it. <laughs> Baby back, you, baby back, baby uh, back, yeah. don't you want my they, baby they back? They got a great They got the best the slogan in the game, though. I'll tell you, that's all it is. I do love how you go, you know, when you're in, like, a fancy place eating ribs or something, and Moles chirps in with, yeah, when you're at Chili's. <laughs> yeah, right. You know, if I want some fancy ribs, that Chili's, that's... I'll tell you right now, date night, Chili's. Date night, Tuesday night, Tuesday buy night. one, get one, oh, half off. Half off, baby. <laughs> <laughs> margaritas <Yeah>. margaritas <laughs> you're making me look really like a baller going to martin's and in the listening room with that no well, i mean Mar- martin's is good too i you know i think what threw me off edley's about martin's is good edley's is good too i have think you, have you had their brisket with the the pimento cheat a hundred percent that sandwich shit. they only serve at lunchtime oh my Ooh, god i already know okay i already know to our three thousand listeners that we have going right now <laughs> if you've never been to edley's go it's the part. It's the it's, what? It's a good what is one. it? The pimento cheese and brisket. Uh, yeah, pimento cheese egg. and brisket. Yes, it's only during lunchtime. Remember that. It's oh, only during lunchtime. Man, I'm telling you right. Chris is writing it down. <laughs> yeah, jotted that down. Jet, okay. So, down question down. now to follow this up. With what? Vinegar-based sauce or tomato-based sauce? This will define your life. No, 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 don't put that much pressure. No, on this, this is, is going to define your life. Well, can you, another can you answer just, I'm embarrassed can, to say. Can you describe what tomato-based sauce means? Tomato-based is like your I know thicker, sauce. It's like your thicker, um, more like a ketchup-y kind, you know, like that consistency. Barbecue sauce? Yeah, just a thicker barbecue sauce. Okay, so you guys may hate me on this one. No, you're good. What is it? Mine 100% is uh, tomato base. Okay. I feel like the two bar- barbecue people like the vinegar, or maybe that's a southern. I like the one that sticks to it. Okay. That for for me it's it's t- the tomato base. I yep. like I like stickiness. Yes. You like vinegar, don't you? Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, and, and that's hey, okay, Toby. Some it, people need to be loved. Some people need to be loved. <laughs> I know, right? No, I liked it when it. When it's almost like the barbecue, especially because I'm used to shredded barbecue, if it just had a chance to just kind of stew almost in that kind of yeah. vinegary stock so, with with so some look, pepper in there, you know, get it spicy, and then here's when you what just I'll pull do. it out, it's still kind of dripping. Yeah, like <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. 
So here's what I'll do with mine. Like I'll do the vinegar I love base the in it. Oh yeah, I'll do <laughs> the vinegar. To, you got to. It'll get like down into the sole of the barbecue, right? Yeah. Like it's it's in the sole of the pig. But then you then you throw on like when you're gonna eat it, throw on that sticky sauce. Oh man! You better have like some toasted bread though, or something. Yeah, like that. if you just yes. do like loose white bread, it's gonna, like, gonna work. It's paper mache in yeah. your hands in yeah. like five seconds. That ain't gonna work. You know, you know what I would say because we you were talking about Martins, and this is this is my only uh, quarrels with Martins is the fact that I love a good cornbread, and Martins cornbread is horrible. Oh man, I can't do it. It tastes it like you can't do cornbread unless it's like a sweet cornbread. Yeah, it's 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 gotta be, but I thought that every cornbread, see, me growing up in New Jersey, the only cornbread I ever had was KFC, and (laughs) KFC cornbread (laughs) is sweet. So so I got used to cornbread being sweet. So then I'd go to Martin's and they'd give me, they give you like a little flapjack, it looks like a pancake, and they're like, Here, have this. I'm like, What is this? This, this is literally just like it tastes like sandpaper to me, yeah. And I haven't tried sandpaper in a while. Cornbread. But see, what you and I are talking about is more like a Hispanic line dish, like the sweet bread. So maybe I don't understand the history of barbecue. Yeah, you don't get into the cornbread, like the southern cornbread. That shit's dry. It's gritty. You got to throw a bunch of stuff on it to make it taste like something. That's why people like dip it and stuff all the time. Because it's just like. (laughs) So is that what it was? Really? Yeah. That's that makes a lot of sense. Yep. Like it was a spoon because I mean in slavery. I, I mean we're not going to go into that no. much of history, but but I mean I mean they didn't have spoons, so that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, I never knew that. Yep, that's how you cleaned everything else up. Wow. Yep. So I'm gonna I I'm gonna blow your mind. Something. I'm gonna blow y'all's mind. You just mind. blew my mind right no. now. Oh wait wait for this one. Don't don't my head's about to fall off. It, you have no fucking idea. You ready? Do you guys know where the name Hush Puppy came from? From a dog who was annoying. No. Well, <laughs> yes. Hush. Actually, yes. So Don't back tell me in... it was like a famous dog. No. Okay. No, I was like, famous. man, what? No, it's just some <laughs> dog named Gerald. Benji. I thought this Clifford. was gonna be like the baby. Nobody would tell that guy hush. No. It was like twenty feet tall. Clifford, Clifford, no, you I was I was waiting for the Balto story, like. Hush Puppy was a famous Alaskan Husky who carried polio oh. medication to the that children back in the amazing. 1800s. <laughs> that, that's what I was waiting that for. Story. That is the story. And he was silent like a ninja, <laughs> and he rolled through the back lines, and he was the Hush Puppy. He never spoke to nobody. <laughs> nobody. <laughs> no, so back in the day, like when it was the, the whole, you had the kitchen cooking staff, and they had their separate part of the house. Okay, and I'm going back to the days of segregation. So you had typically the black families would cook for the white people, and they have the kitchen, and then you have the servants' quarters were typically back in the back, and there was always dogs. So what would happen is the dogs would come in, they'd always smell the food, so they'd sit out there and bark because they want all the food. No one so, saw this conversation. So this is amazing, though. This is amazing. This is why we don't talk about stats in soccer. We just go, wow, did you see Ro Papa try to do a bicycle kick? That was neat, right? This is amazing, though. So, so, they, so they would roll up the cornbread, fry it, and throw it at the dogs and go, hush, puppies. That is stop No. It. Oh, my stop. God. I know. I, no, stop. They would roll it up. Oh my gosh! And throw it at the dogs. Because because hush puppies do remind me of cornbread. Yeah, 
It did. It was and like I'm trying Kingsman. to pick up the pieces there was, off the there floor was right now. Rainbow shit coming out. Of it. it was like Kingsman. Yeah, d- dude. The golden circle. Because cor- <laughs> yes, the golden no, circle. It, it is a golden circle because cornbread was a spoon for for <coughs> for during slavery, and now hush puppies. See. And and hush puppies always tasted like cornbread to me. I was like, why? Because is there they are cornbread. Names? Yeah, they're dude. cornbread. Wow. Yep. Wow. See. Thank you to our our to all of our people. Uh, our 3,000 listeners, you're welcome. Thank you're God welcome. we learned something tonight. I mean, if you did not learn something tonight. <laughs> you're supposed to learn something every day, Slacker. O- only the guy from Jeopardy is going, I knew that. <laughs> yes, he did. <laughs> <laughs> Idiot. Everybody the, knows that. Yeah. That guy's like, I would have answered that question before he finished yeah. it. For 2,000. <laughs> yes. For 2,000. <laughs> I hope that's a daily double. <laughs> the problem. No, the the problem is after hearing that story, what's going to happen is tomorrow I'm going to go up to somebody and be like, do you even understand the history of the hush puppy? And if they say no, I'm going to be like, I don't remember it, but man, my buddy Mole, <laughs> he told me last night, and it's it's so much more than you know. Here's, here's Jason's number. Call him. Hey, tell him to call me. I don't I remember. I don't it. remember. But, oh, it was deep. Oh. So I'm going so to blow your mind again. So a friend of mine. I had, wish I could get blown this much. <laughs> no, <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> Commercial you break. You just <laughs> fucked you up our there. family rating. <laughs> you know this? I, I wish I could I blow was, this much all the time. <laughs> I, I was. Re- I started to read the commercial. <laughs> That was part of the commercial. You got sponsored now. Balloon. Balloon. Party City. Sponsored by Party City. I wish I could balloon. Oh, God, I'm crying. You you didn't realize you were going to get into all this shit. No, no, I love it. Okay. So, a friend of mine, a friend of mine back in Lebanon, he's always done catering and, and smokes barbecue for people and all this stuff. You know, so he'll do 26 Boston butts at a time, right? Dude gets into like serious barbecuing. He came up with a thing called a hush picky. <laughs> you heard oh, my daughter. Oh my gosh. It is pulled pork. And you need some vinegar sauce? Yes, it is pulled pork wrapped with a hush puppy dipped in this in a vinegar uh, barbecue sauce. Oh my God. Is it? Oh my God. Man. <laughs> It's I'm like gonna a, let you have your like, moment. It's like bacon wrapping something, right? See, yeah, or deep frying. And at this point, we're gonna next episode. We have to have them come out. Oh, dude! Yeah. And here they are for you to try. <laughs> oh, he sells out of them all the time. I think he actually has a thing. Hushpiggy.com, maybe. What did you call a? <laughs> called a Boston? What'd you say? Boston, a, Boston butt. butt. What's yeah. that? So it's basically like the butt of a pig. Yeah. You know, and that's what most of your pulled pork is from. Oh. Pretty much all your pulled pork is pig butt. But you know what threw me off was when I found out that the shoulder is also sometimes called the butt for whatever True. reason. Well, it's because that's that where the hind. It's because it's the higher part of the butt. So when you're, leg, yeah. yeah, so when you're okay. looking at the shoulder, it's the top part of the of the where the leg comes up. Yeah. Okay. So you're the upper part of it. The butt's the lower part of that same section. That's the only difference. Yeah. I would have thought the shoulder was where the front leg was. I would have thought they the have shoulder would be called legs. a shoulder, but they, they have, have four, four shoulders. <laughs> yeah, but they're still hind legs. 
they have shoulders. Oh, so shoulder can come from the high link. That's what could, I was missing. I was thinking it was only the front. Pork hips. Ooh, no, that would that wouldn't do as well. Nah, because then that's a human thing. Like, we have hips. Kind of weird. I mean, I'm pork. I mean, it's, I mean, pork has roses. I just want to roast me some of that butt. Roses. Have <laughs> I mean, I'm just trying to get into that. So what is your deal? Chris is gonna dry rub that butt over there for Dude, me. Chris dry rubs it all the time. Hey, yeah, yeah, I don't like lube. <laughs> oh no. Just the fact did that you guys, did y'all hear how quiet the room got right when he said that? I Everybody see, stopped I talking. I affect everything. Hey, listen, when I, when I say my best jokes, you better shut up. Let them get out there nice, clean. Okay, so what's your deal? Do you like tomato base or vinegar base? You never said. Listen, I I, I have to be honest with you. Um, I I have always loved tomato based. I mean, up until. Two weeks ago, but I bought this white barbecue sauce. I don't oh, know yeah, what the Alabama that is. white. It's oh, an Alabama deal. Yeah, dude, I'm in love. <laughs> I mean, yep. I have a serious relationship. Like, I don't cheat on her now. I don't know. I don't know what the the Alabama white's based off of. If it's like a sour cream with a tomato mix, I don't know. I have I no idea what it is. I, I call it, it awesome. It's good. Oh my god, it's good. It's. Toby, it'll change how you think about some bar. Like it'll ch- it'll just change what you're expecting something to taste like. I gotcha. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of like going, okay, you can do a sweet barbecue sauce, or you can do a hot and sweet, or you can just do a hot. The one thing I'm having a problem with when I make when I when I use it is when I cook with it, it, it has a strange, weird look to it. I mean, like it, it you'll get that. Uh, white cakey stuff like you do the tomato base, but it's white. Mm-hmm. And when you're making chicken, it it, it makes it, it. There's a weird look to it. So, yeah, you know I what mean, I mean? But I've I've cooked like chicken legs and cream with mushroom sauce and stuff. That comes out with kind of a weird look to it because everything's slimy and kind of. But, I, but, I'm <laughs> but gr- it's good. But grilling, yes, dude. But grilling. You don't grill it with the white barbecue on there. I do. Yes, I do. I thought it was you like grill it after. with it on it? I did. You really? put it on yeah. after the fact. No. It's a condiment. It's a, it's a... Yeah, it's a, an accoutrement. Accoutrement. Okay, well, I didn't do that. A friend of mine. I basted it in it. He said that word one night. He, he said it was accoutrement. Accoutrement? I was like, accoutrement? Man, that Chris, went into a Chris whole is, different Chris is about story. to start selling those in his, uh, <laughs> in his Uber. He's going to have the sign on the back of the seat. That says, Free accoutrement. Accoutrement, five dollars. <laughs> Dude, I, I loved it. It was uh, it was really good. White barbecue sauce, loved it. Have you ever white had barbecue that? sauce? Is great. It's great. Yes. White barbecue yeah. sauce. Yeah, I like that. I like Definitely that stuff a lot. Like I was like you, always tomato based, always, and I yeah. love the stickiness. I love when it gets that sugar yeah. starts to uh, yeah gets all you know whatever it is. what do they call it when the sugar gets like caramelized that that, that. but Lock. the white's different. It, but it's so oh my god that taste mm-hmm. it dropped me. That's good shit. I, the, we never talked about Texas for a reason. Because they're barbecues. Mm. All right, so listen, let's get let's let's talk to Sebastian a little bit. I got. I mean, we, we have been we're we're, we're having conversations. We're having real life conversations. We're not. We're, 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 you we're, see this? The Evan Blow. Right listen, you're the guest. Do not yell at me. Okay? <laughs> you're right. You're right. You're I got to right. put up with his crap. Not yours. But, but you you already know that this isn't yelling. This is just New Jersey talk. Of course. 
That's what it is. Man, that'd be a hard thing to get used to. Perfect. Me and Toby would struggle oh my going gosh. up right, there. So I didn't yeah. realize how intense New Jersey and New York was until um, I Dude, went. Dude, you guys are nuts. I, I went to school in MTSU, uh, and and when I went there, like when I went to school there, I didn't go back to New Jersey for about a year and a half, right? And then when I went back. I go into this pizzeria, and this guy goes, what do you want? And I was like, what do you mean, what do I want? I went to Hardee's, and they treated me like a king. Yeah. <laughs> like they, they asked me what I wanted and what refill I wanted when oh, I ran yeah. out of my Coke. And you're yelling you at me. You need some more sweet tea, want. honey. Yeah, I know. Uh-huh. And, and I wasn't – I didn't realize it until I came to Nashville. I, I, well, Murfreesboro is where I went to. And uh, I was like, man, we are intense. But when you grow up there, you don't realize you're no. intense. That's because it's normal. I mean, that, that's something I ran into for a while in Nashville when I was songwriting with people, and I and I would write with them, and I would tell them I would be like, "Hey, man, I just don't think this song is really that good. Do you want to like, you want to just finish the session?" And they took offense to it, like, "Who are you? Yeah. <laughs> this song is that good?" Oh, yeah. And I'm like, "Man, I just don't personally think it's that good. You can take whatever idea that we have done, and you can run with it and go do your own thing. I personally don't think it's that good enough for my caliber. But that doesn't mean that they're not great. It's just meant – and, you know, I grew up on that, yeah. and I had to adjust. Like once I came to Nashville and I started doing that, I realized, I, all right, maybe I need to be a little bit more nicer. I wonder what the deal is, though. <laughs> like, you know, like what, really, what the difference is and why we kind of – Are more polite. Yeah, we're more polite. We sugarcoat shit more. And, like, for for Northerners, and I can't say all Northerners because, I mean, that's not a correct way to look at it. Yeah. It's a specific area that it's more just very direct. It's just more direct. And, and you know what I, I think is, like, I, I wonder in my life, like, which one leads you to a happier life? Mm-hmm. Is it more direct or is it more polite? But sometimes when you're more polite, you put up with stuff you don't want to put up with. Yeah. And I've never wanted to be that person. Yeah. You know, like if, if you get me mad, man, I'd rather just tell you, hey, bro, you know, you got me kind of pissed off for that. Uh, but we can move on from there. Um, but some people don't know how to handle that. Yeah. Actually, a lot of people don't know. How to handle that. <laughs> I mean, now that I think about it, that's, a, that's you know why? Because everyone hates the truth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I I remember I I I was talking to this guy when we were in Key Largo. I went up to him and I th- I, th- I think I asked him. Uh, I was like, oh, he said something really honest to me that I really enjoyed that I'll still always remember. Uh, we we were hanging out in the car. I just finished playing and uh, I said, do you really think? Because because this is when when we met. I was in a really tough spot in my life. I was kind of contemplating like giving up music. Like, I you know it just wasn't fun for me anymore. It seemed more like work. It seemed more like I was losing, like all my friends only worked with me because of music. So I just felt very overwhelmed. And I told him, I said, do you think I'm good enough? And he looked at me dead in the face and said, are you asking me this because you just want me to tell you that you're amazing? Like, do you want me to suck up to you? Because I'm not going to do that shit. And I said, dude, no one's ever talked to me like that in a very long time. And I love it. Like, and I loved everything he said to me. Like, he literally said, I'm not going to suck up to you. You already know you're damn good. And you're literally just asking me because you're questioning your own opinion. And you know what? I mean, I think that's something that builds, like, that's something that comes from New Jersey and New York, man. Like, literally, we, we, like, everybody wants to be better than everybody else. And I think in the South, everybody, it's not that everybody doesn't want to be better. Everyone just wants to be okay. Like, everybody wants to be polite. Mm-hmm. Where in us up north, we're just like, man. <laughs> it's how you're taught here, though. You're yeah. taught to be that way. You're taught to be polite and 
you know. We're used to coming from a more rural kind of backdrop and community when you think about how parents and grandparents were raised that were down here. Community is the greatest word, 100%, dude. Community. Mm -hmm. Like in the South, I think they grew up in community. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, whereas up yeah. north, I didn't even say hi to my neighbor. Yeah, and, and see that's it's more doggy dog. I mean, yeah. you gotta you gotta make a name for yourself up there. And see, that's what I wonder. I mean, is it just because it's just so busy that there's just so much happening, so much competition, and so much everything? I think it's what he said. He said 100 percent is like we grew up in community. Our families knew that we had to work with each other to get somewhere. And I think that that's something that the South definitely has. It's like, hey, we're in community. We all know each other. Whereas up north, it's like we may see each other. Like I remember when I went back uh, home again and I told my mom, I was like, mom, why haven't we ever waved at our neighbors? <laughs> and she goes, because I, I, I don't really know them. And I was like, we've lived with them for like 30 years. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean you don't know them? Yeah. Like, that, and see, that's just a weird thing, man. I mean, because here, you know, like, you know, when – a relative died. I mean, it. Hell, you know, whatever. You know, if their dog's sick. I mean, you know. Yeah, no, my shit. my favorite example now is when I called one of my neighbors and I was like, I'm pretty sure I saw somebody jack a UPS package off your front porch today. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, yeah. I think I saw that. But like in some places, they'd be like, Ha, they got their UPS package jacked. Yes, yeah, ah, right. Yeah. Hi. Hi. Or yeah. like, yeah. get them. it put it on the front porch. Okay. I told them not <laughs> to do that shit. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right. So I'm gonna, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with you guys on this one. So, like, for whatever reason, I'm like sold on those porch lights that look like flames. Yeah, love them. I don't know why. I just, I love them. Right? Yeah. Like the, the flicker lights. You know I got them in my about? living room. Okay. Yeah. The ones you put out in Halloween. Yeah, they got them. Huh? The ones you put out at Halloween that look like little flames. What? Time, hey, watch it. What is this? Yeah, mine's on all the time, man. My neighbor calls me like two days afterward. He goes, dude, what's like? Hey, what's up? He goes, is your fucking house on fire? Of course, lads. And I was like, huh? He goes, the front of your house is on fucking fire. I went, no, nah, man, that's my new light. <laughs> He's like, oh, okay. I just looked out and I thought y'all were burning down, so I just wanted to check on you. I love how he decided to call instead of just run over. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, bro. <laughs> How's everything doing? Yeah. <laughs> How about the fact that your house is on fire and I'm answering the phone? Yes, uh, no, yeah, it is. It is. Yeah, going down with the house. You go yeah. down. We're yep. good captains. Got, got time to answer phone call. What's up? Yeah, I don't know. What's <laughs> up? You good? You good? <laughs> you need anything? Can you, you hear me over the smoke alarm? <laughs> Problem is, is some most of the neighborhoods in Nashville now, you'd be chilling at your house and all of a sudden the police are knocking at the door. And you're like, officer, what's wrong? Your neighbors called in and said your house was on fire. <laughs> they called the police. <laughs> but, but you know what? Though? That's the, they go back to your community segment. That's the deal. I know it's hundred. It's getting that way said. here. They're not going to call you anymore. I, I just moved out of a neighborhood I totally where agree. it's getting it was, that way. Yeah. <laughs> like there, there's some neighborhoods where like like you you move in and it's like you may not know. You don't even talk to your neighbors anymore. Yeah. It is getting there's that a way lot in the south. Places like that and now. that's I think. It's that's a southern. When some of it, thing. you've got a different neighbor every six, seven months. Well, and that's a, that's the thing though. I can't say that you get that in the south. You're getting that in in the metropolitan, in the metro, in the yeah, Nashville yeah, parts, in the metropolitan areas. Yeah. Of the south, yeah. like a Nashville, you're getting that here. But when you go out to like where he lives, where I live, where they live, you know, we're out here. Yeah. Like we're way out here. So 
there you're dealing with all the differences. You get all the the people that call and they care and and all that stuff. What? We got Tommy. What about Tommy? Tommy. He's our neighbor. He's yeah, the yeah. best. <laughs> Tommy. Oh man, we got it. We see the one Sunday the one, then. Somebody's dro- the one side drop out. Yeah, well, I, I yeah, mean, I heard lower that. Down, lower down. I thought it was too. I think yeah. What happened? And somebody hit something. See, I thought it was mine, but it's well, not mine. I thought the. Oh, oh! I didn't. Do, you I did something. Hit my, you hit something. Stand. Oh yeah. Did I knock right. it short? Hey. All right. Hey. Do we need to plug this? No, no, no. <laughs> that is, that's definitely not going to be That's a problem. cell phone charger. Yeah. Yeah. It's not a cell phone charger. It's not? No. Yes. <laughs> there is a cell phone that could it charge. No. No? no? One charger. All right. So, hey, listen, man. Give us a little hey, idea. I'm not done talking about the South yet. <laughs> yeah, you are. No, no, no. You know what? One of the things everybody cracks on the South about is because we talk slow. Yeah. Yeah. So finish. You, did you hear her? She said, "Yeah." Yeah. So finish. <laughs> I mean, there, there's, there's not there's nothing wrong with talking slow. I mean, no. I, mean I mean, some people, the people in the South, talk about me talking too fast. Uh huh. You know why? It's because we got places to go. No, it's just too damn hot here. Yeah. Everybody's oh God! You guys have no idea what heat is. Oh, oh, South Florida. Shit, yeah, uh, I, I lived in a rainforest for forty-one years. I guarantee you, this this guy lived in South Florida. He lived in heat and humidity, and he was probably still talking about. It. He was like, "Holy shit, I'm fucking <laughs> hot!" <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, I, I, "I can't even cut the grass <laughs> because you don't want to cut the grass." No, no, you, South Florida is a whole other beast. You don't want to cut up. the grass. A crabgrass or whatever that. I grew. Called. I grew up in August. I grew up in southern Mississippi. I mean, that's hot too. That's that's hell. That's hell. That Florida's like y'all got conditioned humidity in Florida. No, well, I mean, I would say the humidity is the same level. The only difference is no, they got they Florida's got, got a lot more to, all the to do than Mississippi does. That's what that's, it what, is. that's the difference between hell. Yeah. Mississippi ain't got much. Florida's actually got some stuff to do. Right. That's Amen. the only difference. The heat is still the same. Amen. I, yeah. I hated it. We just sit around and get bit by fire ants and. Oh. Yep. Right, but you guys get innovative though. Yeah, you, yeah, you, do. you do some, you do some stuff. Oh yes, we do. Yeah, we're about to do this right here. Uh, you know, I used to play. Uh, I played a couple shows in a in a spot in uh, Mississippi or Mississippi State. It was called Cowbells. Cowbell. Starkville, 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 Mississippi. Yeah, dude, dude, I I only went there for the experience. So when was, was this? Th- this was this had to have been like three years ago. Oh shit, dude. Okay, oh, so nineteen ninety three, I got recruited by Mississippi State to play football. Three years okay. ago in nineteen ninety three. This was this was a, this was a <laughs> dude. What kind of math are you doing? He drunk said, at math. He said three years ago. And you rolled it right into nineteen ninety three conversation. Said, uh, and you know? said, <laughs> hey, it's, it's speaking of nineteen speaking of three years ago. In nineteen ninety three. You see how I tied that together? No, I, I love it. I, I do want to hear about that. Yeah, there was it, it was shit. No one, Starkville. One, still one was three months to do there was, dude, but I there guess was what, nothing. Dude. It was cow pastures. I can't the even imagine. I can't even imagine. One was, was three years ago. One was thirty three years ago. Yes, but the, but uh, but I love what he's saying though is is the fact that literally when I went there I was like there's nothing to do in Starkville. Dude, that's a, a megalopolis now. 
That's what they call it now. Is it, it what do they call it? The Cotton District? Man, I don't even know. They call it something like, like yeah. the the part where there's there's like a little town now. It's mm-hmm. called the Cotton District or something like that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I, know. I played yeah. at this spot called Cowbells, and I was like, man, this is the most interesting thing I've ever been to. And I think I went there for the experience, and I had a good experience. Oh, I thought yeah. it was cool. I thought it was. I tried my first uh, crawfish boil. How'd yeah. that go? I didn't like it. I, I, it's a lot of work for a little bit of meat, man. Well, I would say it was when I when I tried the crawfish, it just it felt like I was sip. I and no offense, I mean to each his own when it comes to taste buds. I felt like I was sipping on like dirty water. Because mm. you are. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. They're, they're getting broiled, but they're coming right out of that lake. There's a reason. You know what? There's I a think... reason they're called mud bugs. Okay, maybe that's what it is. And you know what? And, yeah. and and I tried to like like block that out of my head, but when I was sipping, I was like, oh. There's a lot. There's a lot of nasty in fixing crawfish. There is <laughs> a lot. He's really hyping you up on it, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> look, okay, look, man. I'm from Southern Mississippi, right? I mean, nasty. this is the food condescor right now. It, 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 this guy knows okay. everything about food, and I'm respecting all we of got, it. We got picnic tables a mile long. You cook so much crawfish. Now, yes. now the beauty, the beauty is is the potatoes. Yeah, I would say and that. the corn. That's 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 the two things corn. that I really did try to eat. Yes, and I and, and the potatoes I could. The corn wasn't that bad either. I, I would have liked a little more flavor, but the potatoes yeah. pretty good. But yeah, man, when I tried the crawfish, I was like, "Oh, yep. this liquid, it just it, it." But you know, I'm not a big seafood person. So. I'm not either. See, I'm not either. And I grew up next to the beach, and there's a reason why because it smells like shit. <laughs> okay, <laughs> keep it in the mouth. Don't don't spit it out. Okay. Oh, whoa. <laughs> don't spit it out. All right. Fucking, oh God. All right. Commercial break. <laughs> commercial break. <laughs> Family rating dropped again. <laughs> So when we would do like when we'd all have crawfish, we're on PBS now. <laughs> we're on fucking PBS. We're, we're about to go to Univision. <laughs> and that's that, that's my territory Univision. right there. Yeah, we the just oh, oh my god! Oh, oh, oh. We just lost Fabuloso as a sponsor. Hey, <laughs> hey. <laughs> as long as long as we get Yannette Garcia. Yeah, man, we're getting, I'm okay we're with that. Getting, we're getting, we're getting, we're getting. I'm okay with that. But the whole thing with the crawfish boil is is community. It's, yeah, one hundred percent community. It's, it's, yeah, everybody put shit together. in this bowl. Hell yes, yay! <laughs> yeah, you gotta put your, you gotta put all your shit. You gotta put that's your onions. True. That's the most corn. northern answer yeah. I've ever heard put in my freaking in life. Because nobody can see. He's shaking his head right now, going, "Everybody put shit in this bowl. This is stupid." Yeah, it's <laughs> the most We're gonna northern answer I've ever heard in my life. Yep. And it so. takes so long to eat them, you just get drunk while you're eating them. Because you gotta trust the person who has all the shit in the yeah. bowl to cook it. <laughs> my luck, someone's brought rotten tomatoes. I, hey, the, I these tomatoes, tomatoes have been in my fridge for a oh. while. Let me throw these in there. Pop luck. Uh, no, no. you lucky if you got something. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's oh. not how it goes, man. Oh. No, you got four funny. ingredients. You got corn, potatoes, yeah. onions, and crawfish. That's it. That's it. Where, where's the seasoning? No, that's like in bags upon bags. Oh, upon bags of seasoning, of Old Bay seasoning. Old Bay. Old Bay. Old Bay. It is. I do like Old Bay. It's Old Bay. Okay. So, you know how you do crawfish? No. <laughs> <laughs> 
He really wanted you to answer that. I love that answer. I know. Uh, How about this? You eat the tiny lobsters, I'll eat the big ones. (laughs) So here's the deal. Here's here's the problem, like, where you had with them, especially if somebody didn't cook them right, is you have to take live crawfish. they got to be live. So are my lobsters. And then you take them and you dump them in brine. Yeah. You dump them nope. in like some oil. Is that an oil that they're No, salt water. salt water. Heavy, heavy, heavy salt water. And the whole point is that you're getting them to vomit. What? What? That's just, is that the seasoning? No, that's <laughs> not the seasoning. It's <laughs> handmade. You're getting them to basically expel all the dirt and sand and, and you everything want, else. And you want that in the water? So you got uh, all these little bitty fit, these little mud bugs sitting in a bucket going, bleh, bleh. And... The bucket turns from salty water to mud water oh because God. they just sit there and vomit all the stuff you, out. You of know it. what's funny though? Hold on one second. That's what. You, that's basically what you do with clams. Yes. You, you put those I in ice clams. I don't eat clams. I don't eat lobster either. You put them in yeah, ice see, water. I, yeah. And what happens is they keep opening their mouth and shooting the sand out. Yeah. That way, when you, you got to get out of Yeah. You've got to get it out of them. That's the whole so thing. So that's you the do. way to get it out of crawfish. Mm-hmm. That's cool. You, I didn't know It's that. called purging. The process is called purging. But then you so, so a movie what, where you scoop kill them out. Yes, it their, is. Dude, some of those movies You just insane. scoop them out of their vomit pools? Yeah, you basically, you just take that yeah, and dump it out. And, it sounds like a couple of my college days. It's a lot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, y'all get Sebastian out of the vomit pool. <laughs> <That's Mr. Hot laughs> water it, looks like a, it looks like a crawfish around that toilet bowl. <laughs> <laughs> Look how his little arms wrapped around that bowl. <laughs> He's vomiting everywhere. <laughs> He looks like a little crawfish. Y'all pinch his head off. <laughs> Don't need him, though. You go to jail. Hook him up with that corn or potato. <laughs> y'all, this shit went south so oh, fast. Oh, this man. is hilarious. Hey, are you saying that word yet? Are you well, saying y'all? Yeah. I, uh, I, good I, for I, you. I think, I think oh, it's, a, it's a lot easier than you guys. Hell, oh, it's oh, so much easier. You guys, I mean, hey, you guys, what are you guys no, doing? No, no, see, see now you, when you say you guys, that, 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 that's definitely a Tony Soprano no. type, of, type of thing. Like, no, my cousin Vinny, the two you. No, no, but, the but, two but, but there's nothing, I did, the only reason why I converted to y'all was because y'all is a lot faster to say. What is your religious experience? Are you now? Are you saying what y'all? Sammy yet? Davis Jr.? You guys say y'all. Sammy Davis Jr. is a man. Are you saying y'all? Do you say y'all? He no, still says, nah, nah, he will. He will. He's 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 lived yeah. here very shortly. He'll start yeah, saying give, y'all real Give him a little while. Right. He'll, start, oh, yeah. he'll start saying it real Yeah, quick. you'll get into it. You'll be like, God, that was oh, so much easier. It was oh, so much easier. I can't wait. Just dying. You should. I mean, you're missing out on life because you don't say that word. Yeah, very oh, good. I'm fucking <laughs> listen dying to right him. He, he's just like, you guys suck. All right, so listen, we've talked about the Jersey thing. Give us a little more childhood real quick. How does the whole Jersey thing work out? Um, I mean, it doesn't work out. I moved out. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. I mean, I mean, he I mean, drove down the window, <laughs> drove down the road with his with his hand out the window, flipping it off as he went out the fuck state. Fuck you, Turnpike. <laughs> 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 no, no, but uh, I, I mean, I mean, Jersey, Jersey was cool. I mean, like I, I loved growing up there. It was it was amazing. I grew up in a very um, uh, suburban neighborhood. Where'd you grow up? Uh, in Freehold, New Jersey, is okay. where I grew up. But I was born in Elizabeth. And uh, I was a troubled kid, actually. Even from from uh, even in third grade, I got caught stealing. And then my, I think my parents they're, they're they're both from uh, what? 
they're both from um, That's a good song. South America, and they um, they were like, hey, man, we got to get him out of here. And um, so they moved me into, like, a very white town, and uh, it was cool. It was amazing, actually. I loved it. Like, my best friends that I still have from now, we grew up in the same neighborhood. We hung out together. And uh, then after that, I just knew that that was enough. Like, after I graduated, I knew I wanted more, but I knew New York City was too expensive. Mm-hmm. And my parents were like, oh, Sebas, this is my mom's accent. Sebas, you need a degree. You need to be special. And I was like, mom, I really don't need a degree. I just need to do what, what I was gifted to do. I knew I was going to be a songwriter like, or a, or a singer or an artist at some point. And uh, so then luckily through me soul searching, I found MTSU at a party. I literally went to a party in Penn State. And I was hanging out with a buddy that I hadn't seen in forever. And he told me, hey, man, uh, I'm going to school at MTSU, and I'm learning how to songwrite. And I was like, they give programs for that? (laughs) Are you kidding me? And he goes, yeah, bro, they get degrees and that. And I was like, okay, I can go get a degree. I can please both my parents. Mama's happy. My my mom and my dad. uh, My dad, I mean, you got to think, my dad's a nuclear physicist. No shit. And my mom has her doctor's de- no has her doctor no her master's in education. Wow. So I mean they and they they came from nowhere like they that literally from in Colombia they left Colombia to come here and so they don't they're not accepting excuses. They're like all right if you want to chase a dream then go ahead and chase it but you better not give me a damn excuse. They, they look at him and go you <laughs> want to talk about a hard life? Yeah. You have no. I know it was crazy. It's like yeah. and so. So, but they always persuaded me to do what I wanted to do, and um, and then so I found out about MTSU, so I came out here, came to MTSU, and then I realized that Nashville was like, okay, they got songwriters here. I graduated, went out to LA for a little bit, and then I came back from LA, and I said, you know what, let me try to do this in Nashville, and just write country pop music. So I'm normally a pop person, but I also enjoy country music. And I don't, I, I can't say I love it like everybody else, but I enjoy listening to country pop and I enjoy listening to well-written songs, just mm-hmm. well-written songs from from classics to now. And uh, so I decided hey, to stay out here. Before you go into the national thing, what happened in L.A.? What, what was what was the goal for L.A.? The, the goal for L.A. was to um, see if I was able to handle myself out there. Like, you know, like L.A. is a whole different beast. Mm-hmm. It's a whole different animal. And you went there musically? Yeah, 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 yeah. I went there musically. So after I graduated, I waited one year in Murfreesboro, and then I drove from Nashville to L.A. Marvel. I drove from Nashville to L.A., and I stayed out there for three months and um, um, stayed with one of my friends and uh, just wanted to see if I was able to handle it, you know? And I realized that... Um, how did the how did the well we we kind of have a feel on the national scene. How does the LA scene work? I mean, are you banging bars? Or are you what do you? No, no, you're not really. I mean, I I don't think I was there enough to understand all that. But I think what I what I took from it right away as soon as I was there was like, it's it this is not a knock on LA. It's just like if you don't have money, don't come over. Mm-hmm. Like literally, it was just like there's so much money in LA. It's insane. Mm-hmm. Seeing these houses on the hills, it's like you know what the difference between that, like Southern money and LA money or New York money is 
Southern money is very humble. Like they'll have money, but they like they could have a like a nice three like a three bedroom house, but they probably got like eight million dollars in the account. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. As in LA they got a freaking ten-bedroom house, no, no. house, and you know them. And it's like, so I was like, man, I could stand out in Nashville more than I could stand out in L.A. So I decided to come back to Nashville, and a couple of my friends were having success in Nashville, and I was like, you know what? Let me try this. Like, country's becoming popper and popper every time. And it's like, I just want to write good music. It's not really about writing pop. It's just about writing good music. That's all that matters. And, I'm going uh, to twist that into something. So Chris Cornell wrote one of the best lines, I think, that has ever been in a song. I'm feeling Minnesota. And I'm looking California. It's the same concept. It's, it is. It is. You know, because it's like it's you, just you get this to... feel of just like, man, shit's just like, but I look good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But I look good, and it's the same concept here. I mean, it's like mm-hmm. you can come here and you can stick out, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, you you very well could. Because everybody comes into Nashville with that same vibe. Yeah. They got but, it, same but then you thing. go to L.A. and it's like, holy cow. That's a whole different type of money. Mm-hmm. Like, really, and it just kind of blew me away. And it almost, I mean, if I'm going to be honest, it intimidated me. It intimidated oh, yeah. me a lot. And I was like, man, I can do this in Nashville and still have peace of mind and not be insecure every day of my freaking life you know what i'm saying and i'm still insecure in nashville <laughs> but um but it's just it's just chiller though it's a lot when chiller. did you graduate mtsu i graduated mtsu probably in like i want to say like 2014 or 15 no wait no no wait wait no no uh it's 19 no no <laughs> um 2000 uh, my bad my bad uh probably 2011 or 12 okay yeah, so I've got I've got my numbers all messed up, I think. And uh yeah, I graduated from there and um it was I mean, it was cool. I, I MTSU like I I worked with a lot of people that were that are doing stuff now. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't say a lot. I'd probably say maybe like four or five. But uh it's awesome, man. I I love Nashville more than anything else. I think it's a place to raise a family. Mm-hmm. I think like LA, it's like I think L.A. is a place you move to afterwards. I don't think, like, if you're going to move to L.A., then you better be ready for the gutters. You better be ready for the hardship. You better be ready for no friends. Whereas in Nashville, I think you can have some friends and still go through it. Yeah. In L.A., it's like you better be ready for for just superficialness. I'm glad you're saying all this. When you you first get to Nashville, where is your music focus? Are Um, you... More the hip hop, more the country. You mentioned both. I, I I didn't know what I wanted to do. I think when I got to Nashville, my music focus was just me, you know, just focusing on what I could do. I was like, maybe I don't like. I didn't realize I wanted to write country until I went to L.A. and then came back. That's when I said, hey, maybe I can make this happen in in Nashville. But um, when I went to um, when I was tuning in Nashville the first time, I just focused on me. I just wanted to do what I wanted to do, you know? And um, I didn't know where to play, though, because I thought Nashville was country. And, like, I didn't know where to play. I had no clue. And I also was like, oh, Nashville's not for me. I'm just waiting to go to L.A. <laughs> it was kind of, like, very pessimistic, I guess. And uh, then once I came back from L.A., 
I I was like, nah, dude, I'm going to make everybody listen to me. It doesn't matter what type of music I do, because what I realize now is Nashville is truly music city. I hate using that cliche term, but it's stupid, but it's true. It's true at the same time. Like, it really yeah. is. It's like, But it's dude, evolved. It's, it, oh, no, it's, it's evolved. The meaning 100%. of it changes all the time. Man, yeah. I mean, like, when you get now, like, Aerosmith came in, they recorded one of theirs, because there's the Nashville sound. Then you get, like, um, oh, what's his nut? Uh, Jack White? Not you know Jack, you want to no, go there. Not, I was off. I'm going to go there. Um, Kid Rock. You know, all of a sudden he comes in. He's yeah. like, man, there's there's a sound. And he wants to capture that sound in his stuff. I mean, it's, and not, then you, it's not like Nashville has a sound. It's Nashville has <clears throat> many sounds. Yes. Is what it is. and it's But in the producing so sound of it is, is what I have heard. Uh, it, it it depends on. I, I mean, you you just you're, a different mixing style and everything else. Yeah, you could you could be a hundred percent right on that. I, I I think it's more just like I think people come to Nashville because it's like a pop songwriter could write with an amazing lyricist, mm-hmm. and then writes with a country person. It's like for me, like I think every songwriter who wants to have a number one hit single, just cares about writing a great song doesn't matter what it is like it doesn't matter if you sing it amazing it doesn't matter if you sound horrible as long as the lyrics cut through mm-hmm. and i think that's what i've always chased like dude i want to be like i i want to sing like a bob dylan not that i want to sound like bob dylan but yeah. i want to sing like bob dylan but still cut through the way bob dylan lyrics cut through yeah. Like, you know, like, like Bob Dylan's, uh, Bob Dylan, Bruce Springsteen, they, they sound, I mean, horrible. They, they sound horrible. Horrible. But right their there with stuff you, is so well written that when you hear it, it's like, holy crap. Yeah. There's a lot of thought into some of that. And that's what a lot of country is. You know what, though? And it's like one of my favorite songs, Rage Against Machine, is mm. uh, The Ghost of Tom Jode. Oh, you put written, that rage. Written by <laughs> Bruce Springsteen. I thought you were about to say, power in the name of... Oh, killing, it, killing in the name of... Oh, it's killing in the name I thought yeah. it was power in the name Oh, man, oh. I sound like an idiot. I'm not a real rage fan now. Killing in the name. So what's your, what's your, what's your gig on where your music comes from? Where, where, where would you say... I mean, you say you do you, but what, what is it? What's, what is what, what is Sebastian Garcia? Mm, I think I tried to describe it before, man. Uh, Sebastian Garcia is just someone who um, writes music to feel good. Like, I, and I think I, I focus more on the male demographic. And um, I think the best way to describe it was kind of like uh, I always wanted to be like um, a guy where males gravitated towards and were like, you, you know how like males listen to rappers. Mm. And they're like, oh, that's my boy, like Jay-Z. I mm. love Jay-Z. Lil Wayne, that's my boy. Like, I wanted to be the singer version of that. I still wanted to be able to sing and be cool, but I wanted guys to be like, what he's talking about, I I, I F with. You know, like, mm-hmm. like, like yeah, I, you I, just connected. Like, like, you know, and I think that that was the definition of Sebastian. I was never really worried about the females or trying to, like, you know, there's a lot of singers that are, like, trying to write love songs and all their stuff. I was never worried about that. I was just worried about, like, just writing real stuff that was going on through my head. And, um, I mean, I think that defines who I am as a person. Like, it's, it's more like just someone who cares about 
going more towards the male demographic than the female. All right, man, we, you got to play one for us. Ah, oh, dude, you ready, uh, ready to grab that axe? Throw him on the spot. Let, let, let me get you dude, guys. Give me a second because sure, I do want to go to the bathroom. And All right, guys. So do, set this up. Did I did I did I not tell you how cool this kid is? Right? I mean, he's you know told, what? He is just molded right in. We already did an hour and seven minutes, yeah. and no one flinched. That's what I like. I like it when when people come in. And they're engaging, and they kind of get in with us, you know. Like he throws out, he, he throws out, he threw out the whole question about barbecues. Yeah, it's it's like there's that that level of, you know what, man, I'm gonna get in with it and and just go right on. Kelly, Kelly, uh, or that dude, uh, Toby is shaking Toby. an empty IPA bottle, and he is saying, "Por favor, yeah, bring that in." Yo quiero más cerveza, por favor. Four of yours. Yeah, my my daughter brought me more fireballs. Oh, probably because she drank the rest of it. She's a good kid. What a good kid. She's a good kid. She's actually going to end up going to MTSU. What? In the music business. There's an alma mater here. Alumni. Oh, is that what it is? <laughs> yeah, it's an alumni, not the alma mater. MTSU, oh, yeah, that's their song. MTSU would be no. <laughs> Look, you're an alma mater. MTSU is the alma mater. Like that's the school you All right. do. That's your that's yeah. your home. There's no reason to be critical. He's it's an weird. alumnus. An alumnus. Yes. Uranus. He's an alumnus. You're gonna love this. Am I? No. So yeah, I, I'm super you said stoked. I'm gonna like white sauce. And you know what, Sebastian. <laughs> When when you listen to Sebastian coming up here, um, the dude's got two different two different styles, if you will. I mean, his his acoustic singer songwriter stuff is dynamite, and then you could also hear him do these, you know, like uh, his one famous song there, the Tony Montana. When you when you hear that song as a like a dance version, if you will, an upbeat version, it's great. And then he rips it down, does it acoustically. I I, I, think, I just think this guy's got tons of range. I also think his range probably is what's maybe maybe not guiding him towards, but maybe making him lean more with that producer thing, the whole uh, you know Rufio hooks. I, I think I think him being so diverse makes him fall into that producer category. Hey, yeah. do we need to send a guitar or a? Uh... A mic now and yeah, pick yeah. up the guitar. Uh, just not all the way. Just you know, uh, right where we had it for Hartley. Perfect. Joey sounded great. What? We're gonna. Sh- I'm gonna shut down me and Toby's mic and we'll put yours. Just your mic there. Yo, how many? Uh, I'm. Not, I'm probably not gonna start off with Tony. I was gonna start okay. off with. Okay. Uh, cool. You just play whatever. You want. Yeah. You, no. I was just talking about the range. L A T G O. Alright. This song right here is called uh, L-E-T-T-O, by the way. Uh. Hello, tell me who this is. Sorry, I got to take one of my headphones off. I can't sing with both headphones on. Uh, one, two, three, four. Hello, tell me who this is. Haven't heard your voice in weeks. I bet you got some things to say. But there may be 
Um, I really don't know. You know what? I've kind of asked my parents that a bunch of times. I've, I've literally, I mean, my, my dad, my dad plays music. Like he, he does. And he plays, he plays for a band, but it's, it's more like Peruvian music, which is like, like indigenous music, which like, what you would call like flautas in Spanish. It's like flutes and all that stuff. But uh, my dad's the first one that gave me a guitar. Sorry, I was bad. Uh, but uh, my dad, my dad is the one that gave me a guitar. He gave me a guitar and he said, "Hey man, you seem like you want to sing." And uh, <laughs> I just, I ran from there, man. That cool. is, that is just beautiful, man. I love that. I love it. I don't know what is wrong with this. There must be a wire over here or something that's giving us an issue here. I don't know. But it, it's, it's not going over the mic. There, it's just screwing up in the head. Just in our headphones. Yeah. Yeah, I can feel like I got hit with a brick in the left side of my head. Yeah, like that. a brick. Mm-hmm. <sighs> it's driving me nuts. It's okay. All right. Hey, check your uh, connection. Please. Yeah, maybe it's my connection. Yeah. So, this one right here to your left, mm-hmm. she's actually transferring to MTSU. Mm. She's going into, oh, yeah. uh, there you go. she wants to be an A&R coordinator. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's dope. Yeah. That's dope. That's dope. That's dope. Uh, MTSU is a cool spot. Um, my only suggestion to you would be, uh, Make sure you come out to Nashville a lot. Like, don't stay, don't stay at MTSU. That was my the one, the one big regret that I have is um. That's what I tried to do now. I stayed at MTSU too long, and like I didn't want to drive to Nashville and network with people. That's all right. So you have two options. You can go to MTSU and have a reasonable education and a reasonable student loan, or you can pay Belmont and, and, yeah. and pay $40,000 and be right in the center of the city. But I will say yeah, that so Belmont has a, has a higher success rate. Because it's expensive to be in town where Yeah, of course, but I, it's not worth $40,000. The only thing is just <laughs> parties. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. the parties. I heard that they don't really have parties, the parties anymore. No, when I was there, they don't even have fraternities anymore. I was in a fraternity. They do. They do now. But the thing is, is that MTSU is more party based now. But Belmont has fewer parties, but their parties are concerts or their parties are going yeah. to bars. You know, where like the actual music is, where people can understand it better. You know, yeah. it's a different demographic, like completely, like completely. That's dope. I mean, I mean, when I was in MT, it died down a little. Yep. So. <laughs> yeah. Left speaker keeps cutting out. Got a headset thing. Nope. It's not that. Okay. So Chris said you're a soccer guy. Yeah, man. I mean, yeah. I, I played uh, I played soccer my whole life in uh, high school, middle school, then I played uh, Division three soccer at Brookdale Community College. And, um, and that's when I realized soccer wasn't for me anymore. <laughs> I mean, I, st- I still play. I still play it all the time. Where do you play? Uh, I'm, I, I play at um, I Boost Boost Fitness in uh, really? Belmead. Yeah. Bo- Boost Fitness in Belmead. I play indoor a lot of times. And uh, I love indoor. I play. I Are you play, playing turf indoor or futsal? Yeah, t- turf indoor. Okay. And uh, I play goalkeeper now. I used to play forward. <laughs> and uh, there's a switch up, but now, but now I play goalkeeper because I I can't be out on the field like that, and I don't I don't have uh, it's exhausting. I don't have health insurance. So. It'll tear you up. <laughs> it will tear you up. So I'll take I'll take goalkeeper off. But I promise you, I love uh, when you play indoor. I love playing goalkeeper now because really, I, I mean, if you play goalkeeper on a bad team, you're getting 
you get axed. Bro. Oh, you get a, <laughs> yeah. you get and a then, ton. And then at the end of Especially the day, indoors. even if, at the end of the day, even if you lose by six, it's like, boy, you killed it. Yeah. <laughs> like, like yeah. Your team was horrible. You, you had a ton it. of saves. Yeah, but I mean that that's what I, I really do like playing indoor just because it's a lot of quick reactions. And, yeah, uh, it's a different speed, man. But yeah, man, I, I used to play focus. God, it's a different speed. I used to do like uh, they they would. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. I used to like. They would call me like the cherry picker because it was I was so fast. I was yeah. so fast that they would just literally the midfielders or the defenders would launch the ball and be like run on it and then just beat the defender. And I was I mean I was really fast. I was like really fast. I'm and really so fast. I would normally beat the sweepers. Damn. I'm, I am. I'm Moles is really fast. Really fast. You have no idea. But my ball skill. You've wasn't never that played soccer with me. This is true. I'm not saying anything. Ever. And I won't. Ever. So, you know what? Funny story. So, one time we're playing uh, we're playing soccer, and uh, playing this, uh, my team was full of internationals. So, like, I had guys. Uh-huh. From, <laughs> no. Like, I had guys. International what? German. Criminals? German, South Africans, um, <laughs> people from Dubai, literally Man, international. What, criminals? Goodbye. <laughs> yeah. He said more like goodbye. Yeah. <laughs> So we're playing, uh, we're playing the Hispanic guys. All these guys from Mexico, and uh, it was funny because we're out there playing, and I typically play up front, like I'd play in a, in a forward position. Yeah. I'm a gigantic person, right? So I'm sitting, yeah. out, I'm sitting out here, and that's why and, I'm shocked by the soccer thing and you being gigantic. Yes. Well, I'll, I'll tell look, you right now, look. if you if you play with with foreign people. They don't. I mean, you're, if you're a big person, but what I would, what, I mean, you are a big person, and what I would say is that you you cross the ball. But when you play like pickup soccer, they don't cross the ball. No, no, it's totally <laughs> that's different. Not, that's it's the same totally game. different. Foot stuff. It's oh, like here, yes. come here, come here. You're going to be involved in all of it, no matter what position you're oh, playing. Yeah. yeah, that's so, for sure. So, like, like, so like when kids play, they all run after the ball. No, 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 no. no, no. no. It's, it's not like the that. The amount of movement like that. that you're going to have. There's a lot of, no. there is a lot of yelling, though. It just becomes more of one-on-one one versus a team. Yeah. Yeah. If you mess up one time, they'll get on you real quick. And it's like, man, I'm guys, chill out. So we're playing this Hispanic team, and I beat the guy to the ball, beat the guy to the corner, and I and I take the ball from him, and, and we're both just gassed. We're both just winded. And he looks at me at the end, and he goes, Man, I said, what? He goes, you're deceivingly fast for a big guy. Really? I was like, yes. I, I played a guy like that. I played a guy like that in football recently. So yeah. I, I, I work uh, part-time at Top Golf. Yeah. And um, we play football a lot. We yeah. play, we play uh, pickup football all the time. And dude, there's this guy mm-hmm. who is deceivingly like six foot, probably six foot two, six foot three, probably 280 pounds. And he just he just ran streaks, and he didn't run them a lot. But when he ran a streak, I was like, "It was gone." Oh my gosh! Yeah, I'm like, dude, you are fast. Yes. Yep. Like, and I, it was see, it was funny too because when we we're long playing strides, like I'm in I'm in places, and the Hispanic guys only speak Spanish to each other. Mm-hmm. So we're sitting there playing. Maybe that's all I, I know. And I just no, they spoke English. <laughs> Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, my goodness. Kitchen. Somebody fell in the kitchen. Are you dead? There Kelly? was a disaster in there. So She barely ever falls or drops stuff. It's weird. So we're just yeah. like, we're sitting here playing, 
And it was just like you got a picture of her, I can tell you. I'm interrupting every ball, every play, every pass, everything, whatever. And this guy looks at me and he's like, dude, how do you know where the ball is going all the time? And I said, I speak Spanish. <laughs> and he goes, Are you kidding me? And I said, No, man, I speak Spanish. And he goes, Son of a bitch. I know. I've seen that trick before. Secret weapon number 733. I love those. I love a good secret trick. Yes. All right, so listen, we, we've talked a little bit about your singing, your songwriting. So look, tell us this Rufio Hooks, so the producing part of it. So and How do they mesh? Uh, they, they don't mesh, man. They're, they're two different people. Um, I think like uh, Sebastian Garcia is... Um, Someone you sit around and you hang out with, whereas Rufio Hooks is like someone that is, um, you know, he's writing from a different aspect. He's writing from someone who just like, just different. He's not normal. He doesn't live a normal life. And uh, I think that's kind of the aspect where I'm writing Rufio Hooks from. You know, what? I, I kind of got, um, I got tired of social media and I got tired of being Sebastian Garcia. And so... I deleted my whole Instagram and then I went with Rufio Hooks because I was like, my artistry is different, man. Like when I when I sing songs, I feel like a lot of people are like, that doesn't even seem like you. Mm-hmm. And so I kind of wanted to separate the two because I feel like my passion when it comes to songwriting is different than who I am sometimes. You mm-hmm. know? And I think that's what a lot of artists struggle with. You know, like a lot of artists struggle with like separating the two. Like everyone thinks that they need to be on at all times. Like you, you see some artists who are like, oh, they're party boys, and you know they 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 <laughs> party all the time, but they really don't want to party all the time. That's just what they have to live up to. You mm-hmm. know? So, uh, how does that work into the producing part? Mm. Well, I think the way it works into it is just because um people want to want to work with me, and then I'm just like, hey man, let me just write towards for you, mm-hmm. you know. And so, I think that's how that works. But um, well, and and how about this? I don't know if you guys already know what what does actual producing mean. I mean, produce. I, I wouldn't say I'm the best producer in the world. Like, the like, making I, I, of the compilation. I, I, I mean, I, honestly, I, I think producing is a very broad term. It's mostly like just like, you know, what you working with an artist and they have a vision that they want to say, right? And you have to figure out how to get them to portray that vision. And yeah, it's 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 really like a psychiatrist, and I wouldn't say that I'm one of the best because, like, when it comes to recording and everything, I'm I'm just average when it comes to that. I think I think I'm a little bit above average when it comes to that, but I think it's also about <laughs> it's a little above average. <laughs> but but I think it's also about like when you get in the room, like like you know when you write with somebody, like say if I was writing with you, Chris, like. And you had something to say, right? Like, mm-hmm. say you're like, you know, I'm going through some stuff right now. A producer's job is to listen. It's mm-hmm. like a psychiatrist. It's like listening. Hey, what are you going through? Figure okay, out the best how, way to pull how the story. You doing it? Okay, let's write a song about that. It's not really comfortable writing a song about that. Like, imagine you telling me that, you know, like, man, I'm having problems with this. Would you want to write about that? No, you just want to talk about it. You don't right. want to write about it. A like a muse. Yeah, it's a producer's job is to 
convince them to 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 want to write about it. And that that's where it gets weird and complicated because it's almost like every time you're done writing or working with somebody, you almost feel like you're best friends with them, but you're really not best friends with them. Mm-hmm. They've just opened up to you for a little bit. Mm-hmm. And that's where it gets psychologically messed up. <laughs> like, like no joke, like you work with somebody, they've opened up to you for a little bit, but you're really not best friends. But you're like, damn, he just opened up to me like like no one's ever had before. Right. So that that's kind of the weird mind fuck of like songwriting. So your goal is to get people to cry on this show. Yeah, basically. That's good. Yeah. But it is. That's your goal, Chris. <laughs> or just get them to write hits. So or I I had an experience with Sebastian this um what do you call it? this singer songwriter festival and he wasn't there. Um you know uh Matt Ferranti who is uh the guitarist for Brett Young um, so I, I give him, I give him some, I give him props. I mean, the, the kid not only does he play for a major star, uh, plays m- many instruments and a singer songwriter in his own works. I think he's, I think he's a kind of a big deal. And he, and he sang a song, this, this singer songwriter festival and gave him credit when he was in Nashville. Yeah. And I was like, I'm like, you know, and dude, these guys, I mean, I like these guys. These guys are nice to me, and they treat me nice. I mean, are we really friends? Friends? I mean, we don't know each other that long that we're. I would say, oh yeah, I love this guy. But dude, I knew when I heard that. I'm like, I'm like, dude, I, I know Sebastian, dude, and I know, yeah, I know this dude needs to know this. So, I, I I know it. Did you see that? Sebastian just secretly just was like. No, when, 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 when I thought said, we were friends. No. <laughs> you can see that happening. We got the happiness. You know that the, the, that was the, the New Jersey. That was the New Jersey. Yes. Like I, I was like, we know we are friends, but he's speaking the truth though. Uh-huh. Like like he's like we're not fucking lifelong friends. Well, yeah. We haven't known each other. Like I I haven't held this motherfucker when he's been through hardships. Right. No, or helped him while he's puking. No, no, but I but I've I, I've helped him when he's needed help, just like he's helped me when I've needed help. It may have not been in the hardest times. It may have been like, hey, I got flat but. Yeah. <laughs> but but it was help though right you know what i'm yeah. saying so, i mean i mean so yeah i understood what he meant so dude when i when i heard him say that dude and look, i i i do i put matt on a pedestal because i think i mean the kids guy he's gonna he's be got, a big deal he's, he's gonna be a big deal he's he got is. some shit going on already mm-hmm. you know what i mean no, no, he's and when he deal. when he mentioned my boy's name i'm like i'm like dude i you know i don't know who else is calling sebastian right now besides me but i'm i'm telling him <laughs> i needed to tell him and I'm glad I reached out to tell you that. You know what? You know what song he was telling me too, though. It was uh, it was that song, "Fucking Prove It," that I was telling you about. Yeah. That's your boy in uh, Key uh, Key West heard me play. Did? Oh yeah, yeah say Phil heard me play it. Yeah, Phil Phil heard me play, it and Phil goes, "Bro, that song is phenomenal." Like like literally, my bad. Uh, I hear you. And, and so uh, move it closer to you. The mic. I'll move this one. All right, my bad. <laughs> so I thought so so Phil yeah Phil heard me play, it and Phil was like, dude. The song is great. And I was like, man, dude, this is some of the new shit I'm doing. He goes, I fuck with it. You know how I was telling you? I, I told you, I said, I was like, man, I'm trying to change my whole aspect, my whole life, and like what I'm trying to do. And you were like, I don't know, man. I like Sebastian. I was like, yeah, it's because you fell in love with Sebastian. <laughs> but like, like, I mean, we're, we're, like, we're evolving human beings, you know? Like, 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 I'm, like we're evolving. Like, I, I'm going to do other shit. And it's going to still be good, though. No, I, you, it's always, it's I, doubt, I don't I just, doubt that at all. I just kind of feel like 
Toby's scheming something right yeah. now. <laughs> I know. Kind of thing. I'm, I'm, He's I'm been looking at it. one spot on the yeah. wall for a while now. Been deep in it for about 15, 20 minutes, taking all that in. Yeah. Just I mean, have you noticed all that? Of it. Chris, he's been like this. There's been moments tonight. There's been a lot of just heartfelt moments. And I'm like, after coming off of the highs and party times that we've had this past week and everything, and then you just get deep. Yeah, the, part, hey, the party times. I will say the party times. The party times are party times. Speaking come in here of, and you're like you know what? Let me contemplate my life for a second. Hey, here. I'm not gonna lie though. I mean, I've loved every conversation that we have had, from barbecue to slavery. <laughs> oh my <laughs> god! I learned things about hush puppies. I learned where hush puppies come from. See, oh, like man. you had no expectation. You're no, gonna walk in here and be like, I got, I'm gonna I, walk into a room full of rednecks, and I don't have a damn clue what's gonna. I got oh, my God, I learned what hush puppies are. I, love, I, I do got one more question for you guys, if you don't mind me interviewing you guys. No, do it, do it, do it. All right, so my favorite question I always ask anybody that's soccer fans, what is your favorite striker, your favorite midfielder, oh, your favorite shit. defender, and your yeah. favorite goalkeeper? <laughs> Men's or women's? Uh, I mean, it's – I mean – You know what? I don't want to sound sexist. But forward. it's got to be men. So forward it's messy. It's got to be men. It's got to be men. Okay, forward's going to be messy for me. Favorite? Yeah. Forward of all time? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Because he's a complete player, and he's a team player. Okay. I Wayne Rooney. I think so, more so than – Wayne than... Sif Rooney. I love that answer. <laughs> I love that one. Chris? Wayne Rooney. Wayne, Wayne Rooney. Rooney. Yeah, oh, okay. <laughs> he wasn't joking. He was no. Funny. You ready? I'm, I'm, I know it's super modern. It's almost cliche to do it, but Carlos Vea. With LAFC right yeah. now, yep, I'll give you has a, gotten me I'll, excited. No, I, I wasn't follow about that club. I know I'm, I'm, I'm saying of okay, all time, okay, okay, okay. even good, of good, all good, time, good. because I got mine. there have been people that I've gone back and watched. There's not been somebody that I wanted to watch every single week play quite yeah. like him. I got see, and I'm hold on. I'd like to also preference my answer if I if I may. I love Wayne Rooney though. But I, I, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm not gonna try and pick some guy that I don't know. You know that I didn't yeah. watch a lot. You know what I mean? I I you know you know he was when good, I, but you didn't get to see that. Right. Yeah. But when I fell in I love with matter. football, it was with Wayne Rooney. Mm. Rooney. Rooney. It was with Rooney. Mine is a uh, uh, Zlatan. Oh, oh man. God. Zlatan Ibrahimovic. His personality. It's not even just his personality. It's just for someone his height to Mm. do what he has done. What he has done has just blown my mind away. Now we got clutch, dude. People were like, oh, he's not going to try in in the 90th minute. He'll kill you in the 90th minute. Limber. The only reason why Limber. I learned about Zlatan is, is Swedish, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. The only reason why I learned about Zlatan is because my favorite uh, striker before that was Henrik Larsson. Henrik Larsson from uh, Sweden. He played for the Celtics or for the Celtics or in, yeah. And, and Celtic FC. Yeah. And so I learned about him, and then after he played for Barcelona too as well for a little bit and did a ridiculous back heel kick. Mm. Uh, to win one of the games with Ronaldinho on the team. And then Zlatan showed up, and I was like, dude, Zlatan is – I've never seen anybody that tall yeah. do what he does. He's a big man on the field. Yeah, dude. He's a big big man. man on the field. All right, now we got to go to midfield. Dude, I don't know. <laughs> That's a hard one. I already know that my answer. Hard. That, that is hard. Ronaldinho, hands down, nobody else. Okay. That's – yeah. I mean, like, dude, that guy enjoyed the game. Oh, yeah. Enjoyed it. I mean, the closest thing to that to me is Beckham. But Ronaldinho. Yeah. Wasn't uh, 
wasn't Iniesta's position Iniesta at a was beautiful. Yeah, in Iniesta. Because that would be mine. And again, that's a good choice. And, and it's like not because one. I'm not because I'm a Bar- I'm not a Barcelona fan. I mean, it's like I don't sit down and go, shit, Barcelona's playing. That I'm gonna watch. He is a great player. Yeah. Phenomenal. It just hands dude, down the way he game, managed. Did you see his last game? The way he oh. fell apart, like dude, everything about Iniesta is amazing. It's he, it's either going to be him, or it's going to be simply for the nostalgia fact of it. Would be Steven Gerrard. Oh Gerrard! Oh Gerrard! Oh I love yes. Gerrard. Yep. Steven Gerrard. People can give him all the shit they want to give oh, him dude, for not winning great. it. He was great. But he came. He was a Liverpool kid from beginning to end. I mean, so is Iniesta. Iniesta was was Barcelona the whole time. The whole time. Chris, let's go. I know you're thinking about Mm. it because I see you blinking them eyes. Mm. I don't know, man. I don't know. I keep this. this, That Tottenham kid keeps coming into my mind. Uh, Elkerton? Elkerton? Right? Is that his name? I don't know. I I, I don't know. I always see. I don't know. Going deep. Yeah. (laughs) Elkerton. Elkerton. <laughs> he's like, Google search it. You'll love him yeah. too. Google search You're going to like this guy. Elkerton, he's a sub, but he comes on yeah. sometimes. He's a, he's a super sub. Super sub. <laughs> no, it's Elkerton. I've never I think heard it is. I think, well, I think that's your favorite midfielder of all time. favorite. I don't know. I was trying to think of This is that NFL draft moment where he's like, listen, I like this kid. I saw yeah. a video on YouTube. <laughs> yeah. This kid is about to be a star. You need to know this name. The GM fuck up right there. Yeah. <laughs> Someone sent me a link. I've seen his hot video and it was good. <laughs> We're drafted Elkerton. 100%. Third round have traded yeah. up. Yeah. I traded up. I traded all seven of our first round picks for this kid. <laughs> he's a guaranteed Elkerton, top three hundred and sixty four really player. Out of everybody you've got to choose from. Because he's going, I don't know any other midfielders. <laughs> I, 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 <laughs> Eden Hazard. Hazard. He's good. Um fucking He's good. solid. Now, when you say Gerard, you can't not say Frank Lampard. <laughs> Frank Lampard. Dude, Frank beautiful. Lampard was great. Zavi, Zavi is fucking phenomenal. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Pibe Valderrama for the Colombian team. He yeah. was the one with the really big fuzzy hair. He was like the only Colombian player that everybody actually remembered. You know who I'm going to say on defense? The Hulk. Hang on, hang on. Oh, yeah, We're you're still, still midfield. Y'all are I'm still waiting trying to figure out who midfield players I'm are. I'm excited for this, okay? I'm waiting for Because I love to stick. Elkerton? I, no. I'm, I'm, <laughs> well, how do you beat Ronaldinho, though? I'm like, not, really not going to beat Ronaldinho. He's but this is who I consider is the best midfielder because it's another person that got me into this sport here recently, really wanting to follow it. Ignacio Piatti, Montreal Impact. The guy, I know it's MLS, but he has – it's, okay. it's another person that has brought me more into watching it on a weekly basis because he's that? fun to I watch. That one. That, that's something I need to learn. Who's that? It's Ignacio Piatti. Yeah. He's a midfielder for Montreal. I was surprised the, the way he handles the ball and some of the moves. MLS. I, I'm just, I'm starting to fall in love with some of these guys that get on this club and they're like. I have a chance to showcase myself oh, here really? because, yeah. yeah, some of them. I mean, Zlatan, you you mentioned it. We've seen some highlight reel things from that guy. What 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 he did when, when I, my favorite goal hands down by him was when he did that bicycle kick from the top of the <laughs> fuck. Holy shit! With uh, I just love with the United. 
Uh, I love to listen uh, to no, him I, talk I, afterwards too. Ab- no, yeah, I, I, think I that scored was, because I, I went to score. Nobody tells me when I don't score. Galaxy, when when he did the top of the eighteen. Yeah. Bicycle. I'm like, dude. Like, who would ever, as playing soccer, who would ever think about that? That's the shot that I need to take. Like literally, if I did that, if I did that in a game, everybody would look at you and go, like, "What are you, you doing?" Idiot. <laughs> but with Zlatan, he, he and he thought about that mm. all through the process he of it. Said, and I said, "I do this because I have a conversation with God." God's I know. You know what I love? Say, I love this. how your Zlatan impersonation sounds just like Rocky's. Oh, uh, fucking Ivan Drago. Ivan Drago. I do this because I'm God. I mean, I mean. I mean, every European needs to sound like that. Obviously, yes. it's just fucking racist. <laughs> Shut up. So, so the guy from the MLS, defender. No, no, you midfielder. I haven't got a defender yet. This defender. is midfielder. Oh, right, now, now we're going defender. Mine's Ooh. a Hulk from Brazil. No, I thought Hulk plays forward. No, Hulk plays forward. No, I'm 100 percent sure Hulk plays forward. Don't tell me this. Don't lie to me. He's I'm by. Not, I'm not. I'm not He's lying. He's by. I'm not lying. I'm pretty sure Hulk plays forward. If you're no talking way. about, if you're talking about Danny Alves, no, that's all no. Right. I'll tell you my favorite defender of all time. My favorite defender of all time was Roberto Carlos from Brazil. Roberto Carlos from Brazil back in the day, he used to have, he literally had the most ridiculous curve in the world I've ever seen in my life. But I'm pretty sure Hulk plays forward. He does. He does. Look it up. No, he knows. He knows. He's saying son of a bitch for a reason. Yeah. No, I'm yeah. just looking at the wall noticing the paint. Oh, you like this color? Oh, uh, 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 yeah. the light blue. Roberto Carlos is, um, is, I mean, he, he had the un, unheard of curve. Like, he was one of the first people we don't to talk like, do that. Okay. <laughs> shit. Uh, so it, it, we don't know shit. No. Yes, we do. I uh, like soccer. No. <laughs> it's true. Toby we played with a size five ball. <laughs> size four. That's deep. So your defender is the forward. <laughs> yes. Yes. My five, favorite five. one. Okay, I'm gonna go with the easy one. DeAndre Yedlin. The oh, I like him though. You he know, my favorite American defender yeah. ever. Dude, he all that. Yeah. I nope. love. love Not best American defender. I love who? Who? American nope. defender. Who are you gonna say? Who do you got as best defender? You ready? Omar Gonzalez. Oh, oh, that hurts. That, that oh, I would like to kick him in the nuts if he was in this room. Graham Zusi. Oh, uh, you know what? Though I would probably Zeus. agree with you. No, no, Zeus. no, no. Zeus plays two different positions. He, he does. does. He does. He does. Defense, but he also plays center, defensive mid. Yes. At the same time. So I'm counting Graham him as a Zusi. defender. <laughs> uh, if you can have a forward, I can have a central <laughs> defender, a middle Zusi, defender. Yeah. But DeAndre Yedlin, though, when, once he said that one, I do love DeAndre He's Yedlin. forward on the back line. DeAndre Yedlin He's is like winger. the first type of – you know who's also another amazing uh, football player besides Landon Donovan and, and uh, Clint Dempsey is uh, Demarcus Beasley. Oh, Beasley. shit, I man. Love Dude, Beasley, Beasley. Beasley is awesome, man. Beasley fucking worked his butt off. He, 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 he trained in Florida before we played the World Cup. In South America, okay, yeah, Beasley did, yeah, because of the uh, humidity. Dude, he played, he played three, he played three World Cups. Yeah, and yeah. That, that's that's insane. The only people that have done that is like I think Landon Donovan, Clint Dempsey, Michael Bradley, and Tim Howard. Probably, I I don't really know many other people. Three, and, and then uh, I did like you remember that forward Brian McBride. Yeah. 
Wow, that's an old name. Yeah, that's an old one. Brian McBride. I used to remember Brian McBride back in the day, man. All right, listen. Hold on. Dude, so. No, stop. Listen, we only have so much more time. If we're going to get two, we got to get two more. Can we get two more songs? I think one now and one before the end. No, because right now he said, you know what? We have 15 minutes. I want to talk about my passion. He said, my passion? I couldn't it's give a rat's here, ass. Here, I'll give you. I'll give you one more. One hundred percent. It's a death metal. Uh, it's not gonna be a death metal song, but I, I do gotta use Rage the bathroom. Though, so we gotta do a little pee break. Okay. Uh, pee so look. Break. So we're sitting here talking about you know your your players and all that, and he's talking about bees playing in in three World Cups. Mm-hmm. So you've got the female player for Brazil, forty one years old. She's played in seven World Cups. Jesus. Seven. Wow, wait, seven, is it seven ninety four? Seven. That's 28, yeah, 28 She started years. early. Oh, my God. Wow. I heard that stat the other day during the game. And what, like, what position you said? Keeper, right? Not, no, 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 no. She's not a keeper. She's mid or forward. One of wow, at, at what age? 40, she's 41, 44. Oh, my God. 41. I'm almost positive. Oh. <laughs> is she with the short, uh, dark black hair? Bobbed? No. No? No. I thought I saw her. So, go into women's for a minute. Because Toby and I talked about... I tried to. Toby and I talked about this a little while ago. 13 to 0. 13 to 0. 13 against the 34th strongest team in the world. Against another World (laughs) Cup team. I mean, yes. Thank, <laughs> and that's a good way to put it. Uh, thank, another World Cup team. Thank God because I had over the 12 and a half <laughs> and I barely covered. Well, even some of the commentators, even some of the TSN commentators who hated on the 13-0 result, they said at 8 goals to 0, oh yeah, well we all called 8 plus goals in this game anyways. Ooh. So they, they called 8 plus, and then when they get 13, they were upset about it. The commentators were on some of uh, So do you get upset about it or not? A lot of people are upset about them not winning 13-0. Not one bit. Chris, you get upset? Chris, you get upset about 13-0. Dude, I, I felt bad for that commentator at, at the end of the match. You know, it was, I don't give a shit about the commentator. Do you feel I, bad for Thailand? No, but hold on one second, because that dude was was seriously embarrassed. Because if, if you were upset about it, here's why you shouldn't have been upset. At the end of the match, they all were sitting around doing the commentating at the end. It's this that one blonde dude there, and then the two girl uh, World Cup players, and then Alexi Lawless. Mm-hmm. And, and, and the dude's like, yeah, uh, you know, well, they got carried away. Da, da, da. And, and Alexi Lawless said to me, what did you want them to do? Pull up? And the guy, serious as a heart attack, said yes. And they, the look they gave him was like, dude, you you have no idea about our sport. Yeah, I, I feel know, like I could read their faces. But here's here's what I'll say to that. I think that there is a level of sportsmanship in soccer that is expected. You know, a player gets hurt. What do you do? You if kick you, the ball out of bounds. If you had possession of the ball, you kick the ball out of bounds. Yep. Okay, so now it's their ball. What do they do? They kick the ball back to you, right? Yeah. Okay. And that's that level of sportsmanship that's expected in soccer. Does that level of sportsmanship continue into the World Cup where you go, 
you know what? We're beating you eight to nothing, but we're not going to slow down. <laughs> if we hit twenty-seven to zero, eh? You know what? You made it to the tournament. Yeah, tough shit. It car- it carries to the World Cup on things like an injured player. Correct. But when it comes to goal differential, that's a tournament statistic. Right yes. after wins, it's goal differential. Yep. And it's like, okay, but you didn't need thirteen to zero. You don't know that. Mm-hmm. You don't know we don't need thirteen to zero. Maybe we do. True. Maybe that got some players experience and a chance on the global <clears throat> stage that changes the trajectory of the U.S. team. Maybe it even has an effect on the future of the Thailand team that's positive. Okay. So we play Chile next. Yep. What's the expectations on Chile? Obviously not 13 to 0, but 14. I'm not. What's the difference in ranking between Chile and Thailand? I don't know, but I'll tell you this. After seeing that performance and after seeing the way that they were saying, hey, we're all in, we're here to play, if they want to keep that statement going, they just they sweep their group. I know there's people saying, well, there's going to be a draw. There could be two draws. If you want to come out and make that kind of statement like you did in the first game, keep it going, sweep the group, take it, and, I mean, show this World Cup that you mean it. You're here to play. This wasn't just a, a random, you know, Saturday, Sunday afternoon. This sure. is, we're, we're taking this. Yeah. Who gives a shit? We'll do what we want. If we want to spank you, we'll spank you. If we're not going to spank you, whether you want to or well, not. Sorry. USA's here. Here's the can. So Chile is Chile. ranked 39th. Lower than Thailand? Chile. Yep. Lower than Thailand. Yep. Huh. So see? Thailand, 34th. I have a pizza so in tacos, theory, Chile. So I'm in third. theory, we should win this game 22 to 0. In the, there you go. So I'm fine with that. We've, we've we will have, world we will have just won the World Cup on goal differential. Absolutely. Hold on. Are you telling me they're worse than Thailand? Yes. Okay. On ranking. Okay. For ranking. Okay. On ranking. Yeah. Now, if if the U.S. only beats them three nothing, that's fine. I know, but hold on. Will people say, "Oh, they they pulled up now because they took shit for the first match"? Mm. No. You you want to know what the you know what the, the no, same no. media that is saying right now that they should have pulled up, they shouldn't scored enough. They're gonna win three one, and they're gonna say, "Well." They didn't look all that dominant against Chile. I mean, after they went 13 yeah, 0. Yeah, they'll put all kinds of questions yeah. up. Well, they struggled against the they Chilean are. team. That... Nothing's going to be good enough well, after that. And that's what you're going to see some of the narrative be. And that's not fair. I, w- I would like to see the chi- team get challenged on the fact that you took crap for, getting, uh, for pounding a team and now you pulled up. Why not? Why can't I? Why can't I go the opposite no, way? You don't have. You, you're not going to have to pull up. You're not going to score 13 goals again. That ain't happening. Why? It's, Why? That, they could. That was You're playing a worse team. World record breaking. That was once in a generation. That game right there, I know people think, oh, well, it's just against Thailand. That performance, if the women win this year, if they win the World Cup and this is their fourth World Cup victory and they're defending champions, that game against Thailand will be historic. In 10, 15, 20 years when they're talking about the game. I think you're on crack. Maybe I am, but it's true. No way. Well, absolutely not. Yeah, because, listen, hold on. No, wait, wait, wait. You beat a team. Because it was a statement no. moment what? where you said, we are the best you, in you the played world. A, dude, did you see what that team's looked like? It looked like women versus Baby. Dude, it was but they bad. Won. It was, but they won. They were 13 it was bad. to zero. Dude, they People were... have played terrible teams before. 
They were world foot record. differential. Foot yes. differential. And there have been teams. There's been the the Francis. There's been the amazing women's teams that have played absolutely awful men or women's teams. Listen, if if if, if uh, you have certain teams playing that are are far bigger, far more, far dominant. They're they're just going to run the show. Yeah, they're going to push them around. But you're thinking four zero, five zero, thirteen zero is still, and you're not going to get that against Chile. But I'll take a three zero. I'll but, take a four zero. But you're going to play a team that's worse. Yeah, that's. A, I mean, theoretically, you shouldn't you shouldn't take a three or four zero at all. You're going to take. So go in. Like so it. so go in, go into the talk. We talked about the the disparity in women's soccer. You got the top eight teams, and they're legitimate, really good teams. And then yeah. it just tanks after that. It's kind of like when you're looking at the USLE standings. Yeah. Okay. You're looking at your top ten, and everybody's within four points of each other. Mm-hmm. And then it goes down to well, we're twelve points below everybody. It's kind of very you see that in a lot of leagues, seven or eight really good teams, mm. talent drops out, and you might even have Every, one. This or, is the world. I know, but you might even have one or two teams even in the world that are an entire tier above three through seven. USA and France in the Women's World Cup this go around, they're on a tier to themselves after the next five or six teams. And then you yeah. drop another tier to the ones after yep. that. I still there is there, it's not that even, but it's catching up. But there's still you. It's getting stronger. It's, it's getting stronger overall. Yeah. And the really good teams are also getting really better at the same time. Oh yeah. I mean, go back and just look at look at your strong ones right now. Japan typically is going to be a great, a, a really good strong team. Germany, Spain, Netherlands, Norway. France, U.S., Canada. Who else do we have? Get wrecked, Canada. Germany. If I didn't say Germany, which I might should have been have. Germany twice. Yeah. I didn't hear Australia. They're still, but they're, they're still building. Yeah, they're well. Hang on, they're I'll still building. They're go. not. They're not quite there yet. Um, no, well, we can say that, but let me look and see. Let me. Let me look and see. I, just, I, I like to see these Sweden's other teams ninth. jump in. Australia is ranked sixth in the world. Sixth in the world. There was okay. a video, but even the teams that are there, uh, Taiwan was there for the first time. Thailand, Thailand. was there for the first time. It's a different country. And I know Thailand was there for the first time, and there was even some narrative about how they got to enjoy and understand what it means to be at a World Cup. I saw the videos going around social media of the South African women's team. Singing, Dude, I was broken hearted when they lost that game. Spain. And cheering as they came off the airplane. Yeah. Just because they had an opportunity to represent their country. They got screwed on their penalty kicks. I yes. won't say they got screwed, but that changed the reality of that game for them. Because they came out and played like they were on fire. You could That's see true. The, you could see the passion that they had for being at the World Cup. When they came out on that field, 
You could see it in their striker. Well, they had it when they got off the airplane. That's what I'm saying. Oh, man. Down the ramp from the airplane. Yep. Long flight to where they were going. Yep. They're singing, chanting, cheering. This is their moment to be in something historic and major. Yeah. We see it. And that's why the men were so devastated when we didn't make it. And the fans were so devastated that we didn't qualify for World Cup because it's, it, transcends even just what you see on the field. Do you believe or not not believe that we will see what would really be the true Women's World Cup final before the final? Because USA and France, they're a tier to themselves. If If you win that, you're you're the favorite to win the whole tournament easily. Yep. Well, listen, w- w- you know that's what Vegas had. They had yeah. U.S., France, and then the drop off was dramatic. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that was their that was their pick. Yeah. And, you know, Vegas is pretty decent at this sports gambling. Well, and, oh, and, and anything can happen, but there is you're going to go with the favorites, and if there's a uh, if there's two favorites at the top and they have to play each other early. You know what? Everyone on the flip side of the bracket needs to realize the opportunity they've got to potentially upset a World Cup championship final because two of the teams are going to beat each other up. Two of the top teams are going to beat each other up and try to eliminate each other early on in the tournament. That's exactly what's going to happen. We're going to end up seeing your best teams play before we ever get to the final. Quarterfinals. Yeah. If, if, quarters, if it, not even semis. Yeah, quarters. Yeah, because they'll wind up playing each other then, and then, I mean, the prediction is yes, that'll be the biggest match, and then you, whoever wins that, really should, you know, walk through the other two matches. Can we spend a moment and just talk about how nice it was to see Nashville score four, four absolutely against Bethlehem. On the road, but listen, they had. Can we mix fun. that with? Can we mix that with the parking lot party? Because that was I never was had great. I never had so much fun in my life. National Soccer so Club. Fun. If you're listening, Austin Gwynn, everybody else that was involved, fantastic job. Oh my god, that, that was, was so much. Publication fun. was great of it. Everybody knew about it. We had a great crowd. What was there 100, 125 people total? This was an Inside, away outside. watch party at a new chicken joint that just opened a month yeah. ago. And fantastic chicken. If you've never been to Waldo's, but go eat I was, I was talking to one of the bartenders, and that's one of the things I love to do is go to these places and just talk to them. Because they're busy, but they'll talk to you anyways. Yeah. They love to tell their story. Yeah. And they're like, we opened a month ago. We don't really know what we're doing yet, but <laughs> we're figuring it out as yeah. we go. And this is a good time. Yeah, yeah. I, I got to kiss his ass a little bit, dude. Steven having the balls to just stand up in the middle of that restaurant and start screaming like that is awesome. Oh, yeah. Got the That's whole what Steven does. He yeah, what he does. There, he gets up there and he, he's going to lead it. That, yeah. that place was rocking. Everybody was in it. He's a great hype man. It was loud, man. Right? He's a great hype man. It, it was, was and loud it was, in there. And it was good, too, you know, because, like, and it, it's hard. Like, for me, I go in there and I see, you know, I'll see Ryan from the assembly. I gotta sit down and talk to my boy from the assembly. I gotta hang out with him. I gotta hang out with you guys. Then I gotta go hang out with that table, this table. And at the end of the day, it's you got everybody together. All these people that are just Nashville fans. I like 
That's right. the beginning of the Umbrella Supporters Group. The Ring of Fire. It really Illa, is. Be- because, Illa, because Illa, listen, Illa, I mean, I'm sure Illa. there are other fans that come out, but you got you got to think it's probably majority supporter groups, right? I mean, they are the ones that really do. Yes, you know, they're the ones that are going to go to that. Right? So, you know what I'm saying? That's the beginning. It's good to see the camaraderie yeah. together starting off like that. And, and I applaud Nashville. I'm not sure if they if they thought of that, but uh, I think that's the beginning of something bringing everybody together. They're doing stuff with pub partners. It's a good idea. It's a pub partner. Hey, listen, it's we want to thank party. Some, <laughs> want to thank Sebastian Garcia for coming over tonight, playing a little live music, yep. uh, telling us that story, yeah, the, the whole background, giving us an insight that good stuff, oh, man. We learned about barbecue. We did fresh puppies. <laughs> yes. What man. do you say, moles? Yes or no? Yes. All right, Moles. I ride in like something from a Wild West story. Worn out jeans at a black tie party. A guy like me don't need to show off. You can find me with my hair back, my sleeves up. Doing work with the world on my shoulder Well, I don't say much But when the time comes I turn it up just to let them know When the storm rolls in I'm gonna be ready Side piece on my hip In case he gets heavy A cowboy kicking down doors And taking their hang John Wayne No trouble And daddy told me Never let them see you struggle Can't win the game If you run from the hustle No If anybody try to test me You wanna square up Find out What a no boy's made of Well I don't start nothing But when the time comes I'll turn it up Just to let them know When the storm rolls in I'm gonna be ready Side piece on my hip In case he gets heavy Cowboy kicking down doors and taking their hang. John Wayne. John Wayne. John Wayne. No pain, no fear. Let them knock me down. Strong ones don't run when the guns come out. Lord knows it's trained. My hip in case he gets heavy A cowboy kicking down doors And taking names When the storm rolls in I'm gonna be ready Side piece on my hip In case he gets heavy A cowboy kicking down doors And taking names John Wayne 